Welcome along to the Playthrough Podcast, the podcast where a bunch of middle-aged men role-play as teenage boys so that they can charm teenage girls. (laughs) I'm S, and I'm joined by Andy. Say hello, Andy. Hello. Christopher. Christopher. Hello. (laughs) And, And Jimbo. Hello. I was going so to Jim write. is completely frozen here, yeah. and his his face looks a bit like a duck beak, or something like that. Yeah, <laughs> it's beautiful. Just my uh, my screen, and I'm like, that's yeah. just a that's mm. just a couple of the Christmas pounds on him. It's okay. Well, it's kind oh, of yeah, fitting, yeah. I suppose, well, for this game, isn't it? This is how the technical problem started last time, peeps. <laughs> yes, yes. So uh, hang in there. We'll we'll try to get through it anyway. So of course today we will be talking about Doki Doki Literature Club. I've got no idea how to say or pronounce. Doki, which I actually heard on the uh, New Game Old Flame podcast that Doki Doki, is that kiss or something like that? Like the sound you make no. when you kiss? Something like that? No, it's the it's the Japanese, um, is, it, is it onomatopoeia is the word yeah. for the sound of a heartbeat? It's ah, the sorry, Doki of course, Doki, it's, it's, Doki, it was Doki. a heartbeat, yes, yeah. a heartbeat, Doki Doki, yeah, yeah. of course. Yeah. So of course that's because you are uh, led to believe playing this game that you are playing a uh, dating sim, but of course you aren't, but uh, we'll get into more about that in just a little while. So before we start discussing our beautiful visual novel, Andy, what have you been up to since we recorded last? Since we recorded last, I have been doing my best to abstain from making any gaming purchases this year. So I, I did very well. Lasted four days. That was good. So yesterday, I don't know why. I I think we were chatting about this on the Discord the other day. Is that I suddenly, out of nowhere, out of the blue, really got a craving to just pick up and have a quick play on Metal Gear Solid Five. Mm. Um, I know it was in our chat a wee bit when we were talking around about waffle six about maybe possibly upcoming games things we might like to play or whatever and it must be enough the back of that it's just been in my head and i thought you know what it's a it's a game that i'd put in quite a lot of time to before i didn't realize just how much time Um, unfortunately all the kind of save info and everything is on my my old ps4 so i don't have it on the ps5 i think just i think it saves like the very minimum of information that comes across but i had a look at it and I put the disc in just to fire it up and uh, it just copies it. It wasn't much of an install to put in, so I was actually playing it fairly quickly. But I know it's 172 hours I'd spent on it so far, apparently, which is, (laughs) I think, is probably boring a silly twice. I mean, what did we put onto Horizon and stuff? That was about 80 at the most, I think, wasn't Mm. it? 80, 90? Mm. I mean, I I don't think I've ever gone even close. That's the closest I've ever gone to kind of getting into three figures on a game. I had no idea it was that amount of time that I put into it. but I just started messing around with it, playing a couple of levels, and it reminded me how much I enjoyed it. And I thought, you know what? One thing that I haven't done, which I had meant to do with our kind of our community play along, was to go through the original series. But again, just hadn't got around to it. But then I thought, I'm going to commit. So I picked up the Metal Gear Solid 1 collection for the PS5. So um, nice. Obviously, Metal Gear Solid 1, 2, and 3. Um, if only because I don't know what it is. Again, I was just thinking about this the other day. I am absolutely in love with my PS5. I think it's a brilliant console. I think it's probably, it's probably, I think, given that it's still current gen, I can't think of a console that I've been enjoying more at the time of playing it in its actual generation, maybe than what I have with this one in terms of the games that we've played on it so far, uh, what you've got access to, everything. Um, and it's just also and quite... that's what it is, Andy. So it's, it is the, it's the software, it's the games that are released for it rather than the... Um... 
rather than anything to do with the hardware itself. A bit of both, yeah. I think it's kind of like this: what 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 the, what the modern releases are capable of. You know, obviously we've just played Horizon. Mm. You know, all the experiences that brought with us. But it's the fact. I don't know what it is. It's just the whole kind of Sony or the PlayStation ecosystem that um, I do tend to find it. If there's if a game's available on any, if it's a multi-platform title, I'll always try and pick it up on the PS5. I don't know what it is. I just I'm really in a comfortable spot with the PS5 yeah. at the moment in terms of just between that the the, the headset is fantastic as well. You get a really really um, uh, it just gives it just a really enjoyable experience playing it and. Um, I, I I thought you know it would just be quite nice rather than maybe because I do have this collection on the 360 um, which yeah. I've got set up it's good to go at a moment's notice but I thought I just enjoy playing on the PS5 so much and yeah. it's just the fact that you can go from one game to the next to the next you know all with the you know same controller same setup everything really um, yeah. and then yeah. I will eventually get back around to playing um, number five but I was just doing a wee bit of research and I didn't realise just how inaccessible four still is. Um, apparently, yeah. yeah, it's locked to the PS3, isn't yeah. it? Yeah, that's it. It was on PS. It was on PS Now for a while. You could access it through yeah. that, but I think I don't. Does PS Now even exist anymore? Is that now just did that get no. sort of did that get sucked up into the PS Plus and is that all kind of yeah. behind the same I did read sort of paywall for yeah, that? I did read a rumor that it's coming to the collection too. But it's only a rumor, isn't it? So they've not. It's not even. I, I, well, so is is it because the PS3 is so hard to emulate from sort of an architecture point of view? Would you need it, it's? You would need something like a pretty beefy PC to emulate it. Is that the problem, or? Nah, that can't still be the case, can it? I mean, my 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 PC is now best part of seven years old, and it can emulate PS3 pretty comfortably. Well, the games I've tried all were. Yeah, I mean the PS5 must be capable of emulating PS3. Matt probably knows more about this than any of us. Well, there was definitely there was a few Reddit forums about it about people who have sub who I think fairly recently have been able to emulate uh, specifically um, Guns of the Patriots mm. on their PCs, and uh, the, the kind of the, the article seemed to be suggesting that is that we're, we're, we must be getting to a point where modern consoles must be, they must be a way of. Yeah. Having access so I, I have a very it. beefy PC and uh, an okay GPU, and I've, I've found emulating the PS3 to be a bit tough for it, actually. So I, yeah. I tried it back when, uh, you know, uh, Chris, he, he finished Demon's Souls at some point, did you know? I tried to play uh, Demon's Souls myself. Did I tell PC. you about my, my Demon's Souls? playthrough no no i definitely don't <laughs> so i've got plans for the weekend chris but, but thank you th there is this part of the the emulation process when you try to emulate the ps3 where it spends a lot of cpu or gpu time trying to um, buffer textures and, and create textures and different versions i think that that it needs to pre-compute so it becomes uh, quite sluggish buffering but, rearing its head again it's, the it's probably probably just enjoyments. buffering yes it's buffering <laughs> yeah <laughs> Um, buffering everything's buffering but yeah. I, I think for me the the difference between uh, i mean we play the games on our xbox series x or the ps5 it looks just the same it feels just the same the difference for me is that controller because the yeah. ps5 controller is just a beauty it, it, it rests perfectly in my hands i love those tactile buttons and yeah i, I prefer playing on the ps5 myself as well yeah. because of the controller yeah saying so i do you know what i've i'm a little bit so I, I'm going to play Dark Souls on the uh, on via the Steam Deck, but yeah, like part of me is thinking, oh, I want I'd rather play it on the PS5 if I could, but it's just losing yeah. those couple of weeks, like say where I'm going to be away with work. So mm. yeah, 
yeah, I'll be playing it on the on the PC and Steam Deck as well uh, for that reason, so I, I can bring it with me to the cottage and lie on the couch and cry when I die yeah. again and again. And, <laughs> and in the back again. of my mind as well, and this is it's probably nonsense, but in the back of my mind, I'm always I still think of PC games being broken compared to the console <laughs> equivalent and, and i know it's, it's not it's yes that is different there was a there was a time <laughs> i think yeah so i know it is but i don't yeah mm. yeah yeah i there think seems it's to have been a time only like was it only like a year or two ago when a lot of pc ports of console games were being absolutely slated what tends to happen though is they get patched yeah. pretty quickly and then they end up being really really good yeah. don't they mm, yeah. well, does feel like I think some devs are a, a little bit lazy. I think when porting stuff to the PC, because yes. the PC is obviously capable of doing so much more than the current gen hardware. That mm. if they're just ports without any any ability to kind of improve the way things look and sound, I think then they get a bit of stick from the press, don't yeah. they? Yeah, yeah, quite rightly as well. Mm. No, I'll be playing Demon Souls or Dark Souls, sorry, remastered in widescreen on my PC. I have that. What is it? Thirty-four inch widescreen uh, display looks brilliant. Nice. You died. It's gonna look really good. On yeah, that I've seen that Have already. Seen that you died. I've seen screen. that already. Yeah, I, I just uh, opened it just to see that it worked, and I died quite quickly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But we were not talking Dark Souls this time. We're not talking Dark Souls. No, no this could be straight plenty of chat about that. Yeah, there's gonna be far too much chat about that. I'm sure. Yeah, so we're not gonna be able to get away from it. So, so Mr. Souls veteran, Chris, what have you been mate, up to? Mate, but you heard what Heavy Metal Don said, didn't you? It's the most metal game. He reckons you're going to love it. It's not going. It's, it's nowhere near as metal as Brutal Legend. We all know that. <laughs> Is anything? Is anything? It's got music yes. by Moso Sakuraba. Who I don't know, but uh, it's probably good. <laughs> It's very good. Mm. Uh, what have I been up to? So I can finally talk about Kane and Rince because the schedule's been released. So I've been, uh, over the past four weeks, I've played through uh, almost four Kasamari Damacy games mm-hmm. uh, because uh, I, in about three playing. weeks I'm recording an episode. So you've been rolling a, the world up into a ball? Yeah, I'm so sick of Kasamari Damashi. <laughs> uh, I've, <laughs> I've got, so I'm playing the Xbox 360 game at the moment, which is called Beautiful Katamari. Mm. So I've got one to play on the Vita. Um, so I've got my Vita out next to me charging. Uh, and then I've got Katamari Forever. I mean, thankfully, they're only short games. Katamari Damashi, the original PS2 game, is absolutely brilliant. It's absolutely brilliant. Yeah, that's the only one uh, I've tried. Yeah, and it's the only one you need to try. Do mm. not try anymore. It's pointless. They they are all exactly the same uh, rehashes of the same thing with the same music and pretty much the same graphics. Only in the Xbox 360 and PS3 era, at least you get some uh, high definition. Yeah. Mm. But really, they really should have stopped at the original. They really should. I mean, I don't... Uh, I mean, the, the sequel, the original PS2 sequel offers a little bit more, but... The fun about Katamari Damashi is stress-free. It's like hoovering up the world. It's really cathartic. But, like, it tries to get a bit more fussy about it. And it's like, nah, don't give me any constraints. Just let me roll stuff into a big ball. That's all I want to do with this. (laughs) Yep. Um, So, yeah, I'm going to play through because that's that's what you do when you're going to record a podcast. But, I yeah, I think it's... um, 
Takahashi was right. I mean, Keita Takahashi, who made Katamari Damashi, he didn't even want to do the original sequel. He said, "What? Why? You know, what? What more can we do with this?" Mm. But obviously, the 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 money men, the money men and women, wanted the uh, wanted the the, the spondulics, mm. so they made him. And he, and he said, "Well, if you're going to do a sequel, the only the only way I'm I'm ever going to give that my blessing is if I direct it." So he did. And then, obviously, since then, they they went and made four other games and countless other versions for mobile without him, and uh, it lost its soul for me when it when uh, he he left. But uh, more on that on Kane and Rince. I've also been playing also for Kane and Rince Duty Gaming. Uh, Brave Fencer Musashi. You guys heard of Brave Fencer no. Musashi, a PS One action RPG? No, oh, I've heard of it, but I I don't know the first thing about it. But why would I, why would I've heard the name? What's it What's it known for? Well, it was released by SquareSoft in 1998. Uh, in it was it was released in the wake of Final Fantasy VII. Right. Uh, I, I'm back back in 1997, 1998. I mean, I thought SquareSoft literally ruled the world. You know, Final Fantasy VII had come along, changed my life completely, and I I thought everything that SquareSoft pushed out was made by the same people who made Final Fantasy VII. Obviously, not true. Uh, Brave Fencer Masashi is a very very different game. It's actually more of a platform action game than an RPG. It's one of those. It's almost like it's an RPG like Zelda's an RPG in some ways, mm. in that it's not. Um, but I anything that had SquareSoft on, I devoured. Um, although I was, because it didn't have turn-based battles, I bounced off Brave Fencer Musashi back in the day. But I'm, I'm, I'm really enjoying it now. I'm about twelve hours in. I don't think I'm far off the end. It's an absolutely crazy. It's like playing a Japanese Saturday morning cartoon um, with so bad it's good voice acting <laughs> and uh, very of its time, but. But far greater than the sum of its parts. It's almost like better than any. It's better than it has any right to be, uh, and it, and it's good fun. So I've kind of got those on, on the go. I'm I'm and also Castlevania Two for the community playthrough, which is a short Game Boy game, but it's like any Castlevania game. It's one of those you can complete it in an hour and a half, but most can't. Back to that old uh, argument. And then once once they're done, obviously we've got Dark Souls coming up. Uh, and then I'll be playing Donkey Kong Country for the Retro Asylum Game Club, and that's probably all on that. I'll just have those two games on the go, which will uh, give me a break a little bit. Um, always lots going on, mate, isn't it? Yes, indeed. <laughs> hey, Matt, I christened a new name for you on Discord earlier. Did you see that? I did, but I didn't I thought, understand n- it. So Nobody, Madsbo. Madsbo. Like, a little bit like Asbo. Oh. <laughs> no, I don't get it. <laughs> no. I won't even explain it. Those who those who know will get it. <laughs> Stupid Danes don't. Stupid Danes don't. No. Jimbo, what have you been up to? I have had a mixed start to the new year. I was telling you guys I I managed to so just after I'd finished the edit, luckily, for the last episode for the Waffles episode, I thought it'd be a good idea to try plugging in an old USB disk drive that I'd had lying around. Plugged it in. A few seconds later, I got that awful sort of electrical burning smell. I was like, oh God, unplugging stuff. But yeah, it was too too late. Fired up with the PC, like restarted itself. Fired it up. Um, 
and it's luckily it, well everything seems to be booting so hard disk wise everything seems to be working but none of my usb ports are working so i'm pretty sure it's fried yeah. the uh, the usb circuitry on the motherboard mm. so ordered a new motherboard installed that that didn't work well i say it was new it was second hand off of ebay um that didn't work. That was even worse. That just kept restarting. So that's gone back, and I've ordered a, a second one from another seller on eBay now. So I'm waiting for that to arrive. So, yeah. Rough rough mm. starts the new year on the hardware, but, yeah, <laughs> there we are. Don't physical media. Get rid. Go digital. <laughs> Mate, your house is the graveyard of electrical it equipment feels, teams after your ex- escapades with the CRTs. It feels like that at the moment. And yeah, like when I was chat, I was chatting really? about like taking the Vectrex apart. Oh no, that's that's not happening. Yeah. I did at the moment. That's off the table. <laughs> that's, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. For the best. Yeah. So yeah, wait, waiting for spares on that. So yeah, currently on a on a work laptop. Um, game wise, I have finished Banjo Kazooie: Grunty's Revenge. I was right near the end. I think oh, last nice. time we recorded that. I enjoyed that. It does its normal rare thing though, and like that last, the last level is just pure frustration. The last boss is really difficult, um, but yeah, I, I got through it. So that's the that's GBA, the GBA game, right? Game, mate. Yeah, the isometric GBA yeah. game. Worth the play though. Um, mm. Yeah, I yeah. If and it's that under pocket that was on the analog pocket. Yeah, if you're not too fussed about finishing it, play the first three levels. You'll have a great time. But that last level is so frustrating. So frustrating. So is that your first game finished in 2024 then? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No messing around. Good man. You're winning. Yeah, but I was halfway through it when I... So does it count? I'm going to count it. Of course it does. Yeah, it's finished. It's when it got finished. Doesn't matter when it got started. I'm still playing through Cocoon. I've gone back to that. And you... Did you get past the bit you were stuck on? Yeah, I'm stuck again now. Um. <laughs> yeah so i have got the purple orb okay you're further than i yeah. got so i've, I've got the oh green. you haven't finished it Chris. so i've got you, green you need to get back to it. No, I, green orange and purple yeah. now it, it does get quite complex at the end but it's very doable yeah mm. yeah i need yeah. to get back still to enjoying it. it yeah i played it for about an hour and a half didn't, didn't yeah, pick still enjoying up. it okay Oh, I'll keep, keep plugging away. Same with Yakuza. I've not gone back to that over Christmas. Um, I oh, know, mate. I know, so I, I need, to get that, need to get that done. Um, but obviously Donkey Kong Country as well. So I'm playing that for uh, the with, along with the, the RA Game Club. Brilliant. I love that game so much. It's one of my favourite 2D platforms. I absolutely love it. Yeah. Yeah, I'm looking forward to getting into yeah. it. Yeah. Did he, any of you play the, um, the, the new ones? So Returns and Tropical Freeze. No, no, they're supposedly really good. They are really good. I thought yeah, about them. Yeah, got really well reviewed, yeah. didn't they? Really, yeah, really I, I looked again. The ones I'd considered for for picks for this at some point, just because okay. the uh, obviously the fact that they were, you know the Wii U very much kind of sits along the same timeline as the games mm. that we were picking back at the start of the podcast. You know, when we were sort of generally sticking more to the 360 and PS3 titles that kind of era. Yeah. But I mean, they're all available very readily on the Switch as well, aren't they? They are. But, yeah. Well, um, Returns came out mm. on the Wii, the 3DS. Don't but obviously then it plays on the Wii U as well, doesn't it? So yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Can, yeah, 
really available. Yeah. Tropical Freeze has a brilliant soundtrack. I listen to it. Well, I've never played the game, but I listen to the soundtrack all the yeah. time. Yeah. It's David Wise, I yeah. think, isn't it? It's absolutely brilliant. Yeah. I'll tell you what it was. Cause I think it was an article that talked about it, and it was talking about kind of like some of the most memorable levels from games and unique levels. And, and is there a level on freeze that plays out as is it whilst the sun sets and you play mm. it through it's like a kind oh, of a, wow. a silhouette type yeah, level it, yeah. i think um yeah and i'm just saying it's a very sort of memorable level but yeah. uh yeah never say never yeah it's tough yeah i feel like the dkc i mean i don't i've never played the donkey kong country game right the way through but i feel like it each it's kind of well known for its kind of like visual set pieces mm. like that um I, I, you know and 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 mileage is vary on how well the originals age for sure you know, oh, I mean, I, I don't, I don't think it's aged brilliantly. You know the way it looks, but I think there are some. You know, the rain effects are still pretty striking. You yeah. Know, even, you know, oh, I, I, whether I, or not they look good, I don't know. But there's still something very visually arresting yeah. about it. It's definitely one that, and I, I'm all for just playing stuff for, on modern screens for modern conveniences. But it, it's definitely one that you probably need to be playing yeah. or. It looks so much CRT, better on a CRT. Yeah. I mean, I remember yeah, when I saw yeah. that game. I I couldn't believe that it was a Super Nintendo that was running that. Yeah, it just looked, yeah. you know, proper next generation at the time that you saw it. It's, it's a uh, when it is played on a CRT, it's 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 a beautiful, beautiful game. Yeah, it's so much, I think it was one of those one of those moments, wasn't it? Like graphics can never get any yeah. Better yeah. Than oh, I remember they used to moments. have uh, the HMV through in Dundee. You used to have one of the stations running it, yeah. and so remember there was there was a Donkey Kong Country crate that came out for Christmas, wasn't there? That was yeah. kind of like the box Super Nintendo with the game included. Yeah, yeah. I remember looking at that and thinking, and uh, just watching that running in the background over and over. I thought, this is just this is a, a whole new level here. It's again just yeah. such a charming game, really, really cool. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, yeah. More on that on Retro Asylum coming up. Nice. Yep. So yeah, yep. that that's pretty much me. What about you, Mads? So gaming wise, I've been playing only two different games. I think I have been playing Titanfall Two because Roushi was talking about how brilliant the single player campaign was on, on Titanfall Two. I didn't even know that any Titanfall game had a single player campaign because, in, to my mind, they were just multiplayer games. So I picked that up for like four quid and it's been so cheap it's been brilliant it's 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 absolutely amazing and i don't want to spoil it really because it's something you need to experience guys you need to to pick this game up and play it at some point there's it's like a mario it's like mario odyssey where it, it introduces new mechanics lets you play around with them for like 30 minutes and then we're done with that onto something else so that 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 kind of thing happens and there's some the core mechanics of the uh, world traversal is wonderful i mean it's brilliantly done as well you can like wall run and jump and there's there's lots and lots of uh, nice ways of traversing the world that really really works the gunplay is good the story is good and uh, some of the mechanics that they introduce are just mind-blowing so it's 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 been a, a pleasure to play nice and oh, apart nice. from that so so yeah sorry. i'm so surprised to see that you played that like that is just such not a, i would say that's such not a mads game yeah i know yeah or being, being playing love in titanfall 2 that kind of that's yeah, totally that's, that's totally double, a mass game i mean uh, I, I last oh, year i played through the a, wolfenstein games modern game mm, true i love the yeah. wolfenstein 2 games as well and, and the well yeah, all of the extras in the Wolfenstein series. I love a good FPS. Yeah, and big Doom Especially fan, if yeah. it has a bit of sneaking and uh, you can do some sniping and stuff like that. I love that. Love that. Yeah. yeah. I'll have to check it out. I've got it on the PS4. I've mm. had it for years. 
Yeah. Um, just never. It's never been into the mm. system. Ah, you should try it, mate. Check it out. I it's had, really, yeah. really good. I had it on my I, list. I, I'll play it on a PC though, because nobody plays first-person shooters on console. That's just crazy talk. All the all the best people so. do. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's it. it. You know, I think it might have been, and don't quote me on this because I'm. I've just got a feeling it could have been a console game originally. Mm, could be. Yeah. It's really really good though, and in uh, I, I really enjoy playing it on the PC because what is this is a game that you can play just uh, holding down the fire button with all those wonderful weapons and filling the enemies with lead. But when you can run around and slide along the floor and just do two two headshots and uh, the robots' uh, faces fall off, it just feels so good. So mm-hmm. the the precision you get with the mouse is is wonderful in this game. <laughs> mm. Brilliant. Yeah, mm. I'll have to try. Yeah, it's really good. And apart from that, I've been playing... Uh, you guys might remember that... Well, maybe it's almost a year ago now. Uh, I was waiting for this Swedish uh, Swedish developer from Gothenburg to uh, release Helheim Hassel. Um, oh, I yeah. loved that game. Really I good fun. A uh, platformer where you, you are this guy who's... Uh, <laughs> who can throw his arms and legs and his head away and it's all detachable and you have to solve platform puzzles that way. That was good fun, but the, before they made that, one of their first games, maybe their very first game, was called Manual Samuel. And it's it's <laughs> such good fun. I remember watching my daughter, my oldest, play this seven, eight, nine years ago and she had so much fun trying to do it. It's, it's one of those games where... You get complete control over everything, like, um, for example, think Octodad if you played that. So, so here, the, the idea is that Samuel initially in the in the game he dies, he goes to hell, and he tries he he, he makes this deal with death that he can get out of the of, of being dead. He can be revived if for twenty four hours he can do everything manually. So he's he's a walking corpse and you have to steer one leg and then the other and the, in the right order because if you try to take a step with the left leg and then with the left leg again he'll fall for example so you have to do okay left leg right leg left leg right leg oh stand up straight take your arm forward and so on and so forth and it's it's brilliant humor and it's really really good fun and there are lots of little mini games I get again I don't want to spoil too much but I think I think people who have a few hours should try this game but lots of mm. mini games and stuff to do uh, along the way. So, have you been playing that on the Steam Deck, mate? Yeah, that's been my Steam Deck game. Yep. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Seems like a nice, just well-suited mm. game for the deck. Yes, 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 most definitely. It's it's great fun. So, Manual Samuel is definitely, it, it's a quirky little title, and if you like the humor, you'll uh, you'll like just trying to to play through it. And it it is now, it is quite that's good fun. a Mads game. Yeah, that is definitely a Mads game. Yes. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Mads is back. Yes, yes, yes. And now Mads is back for good because we will be diving into Doki Doki Literature Club, a mm-hmm. an absolutely wonderful game that I know you all loved. So uh, let, let's just start discussing it. But uh, before before we start, a little bit about the game. So this game I chose very deliberately to get you guys out of your comfort zone because I knew a little about it. I knew this was definitely a setting you weren't used to and uh, a kind of game that you weren't used to playing, uh, a visual novel, uh, and something that disguises itself as a dating sim, really. So it was definitely an exercise in, in trying something completely new. So as Monty Python would say, and now for something completely different. <laughs> and uh, it's not a man with three buttocks. It could be, it could be, but it isn't. It's a, it's a guy who tries to charm three girls instead. Hmm. 
But similar. what is it? it? It was made in 2017 as a PC game, freeware game actually, by what's it called, Dan Salvato? Is that how you say his name? Salvato. Salvato. Yeah, could yeah. be. Could be. Sorry, I didn't get that written down actually. I don't know. You could be right, mate. I haven't. I don't know. I am going to check so we get it right. It was made by Dan Salvato. So you're right. Yeah. So it was made in 2017 for the PC as a as a visual novel. It's um, We'll get into later on why it may actually be the best way to to experience the main story to play the old uh, 2017 release on the PC, because there is some yeah. some definite fourth wall breaking that would work a bit better. I feel if it would, was uh, run on, on on that old version in a real uh, on a real PC, but I think all yeah. of us we played the uh, the plus version that was released uh, in 2021. Yeah, uh, that's released on the Switch, PlayStation, and Xbox, and also for PC. I played it the PC version. Um, so so you that played is played uh, on the Steam Deck though, didn't you, mate? I uh, did I did both. I did both. Okay. Some of it I played on the Steam Deck. Some of it I played on the on the PC. It has a well save syncs, cloud saves, or whatever it calls, right? So. And can we just make it clear off the bat who played what version? Because I think that's quite important. So sure. I, I played the PC version. 100% on the Steam Deck. Jim? Yeah, Switch? so I played the uh, Plus version on the Switch. Okay. Okay. And Andy? Same for me. Yeah, Plus version on the Switch. Yeah. Okay. And I was on the Steam Deck and on the PC playing the Plus version. I think the Plus version looks the exact same on all of the different platforms, right? I think so. Yeah, yeah it yeah. gives you the uh, virtual kind of machine, doesn't it? So in one way, yeah. it's it's a nice way to play, the, play it, the Plus version, because... Um, there are some nice side stories, for example. There are, well, 13 or 7, depending on how you want to count it, because 6 of them are in two parts. And and I, I quite like those, actually. But for the main story, I think probably the old release would be more fun. But, but more about that later on when we discuss uh, how this game breaks the fourth wall. But initially... You are you are. Uh, does he have a name actually? Does your name uh, protagonist have a name? I forget. You you get to name him, don't you? Yeah, you do. You do. You have to name him at the start. So you are a, a teenage boy going to high school, and uh, you are coaxed into uh, joining the literature club because your your childhood friend asks you to to come along and, and join him, join her. So uh, that that's where we start, and there you meet some. Uh, Nice young anime girls, and uh, you need to charm these girls. There's a, there's lots and lots of reading. There's a story to get into. There's a setting to get into, and in between those sessions of reading and story exposition, you write poems. And writing the poems, uh, you kind of know from talking to the girls already in the very first session. You know this girl is into this, and this girl is into that. So you can you can kind of direct your poems towards different girls. And, and doing that, you uh, supposedly can make the, the story branch out and do different different things. But we'll get into what actually happens there. Because what we did was that we each chose a girl. Initially, we thought we could uh, we choose any four of the girls. So so who actually got Monica? That was me. Yeah, I, I That was you. Monica, so yeah. you, probably, you must have failed, right? <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, well, I mean, because yeah. that's not possible. Yeah. You can't, you can't charm Monica. No, you can't. No, no, you can't write poems for Monica, no. can you? I don't believe so, at least. No. But uh, I got Yuri, Andy. Who did you get? Uh, I always forget whoever the main character, the main girl character, the one who Sayori. Gets, Sayori, Sayori. Yeah, I always, I always have Satori in my head for some reason. Sayori, uh, yes, that you was got Sayori. Yep. So, 
Chris. Yeah, and I had Nat- Natsuki. And Natsuki. Yes, and, and Jim tried to uh, charm Monica, but later mm. on we'll find out why that isn't possible, of course. Mm. But yeah, you can direct the story like that. And, um, well, the, the fun part is really to see where the story takes you because it uh, weird, weird, weird stuff happens after, what, an hour, an hour and a half. Because for the first long time, you think you're, you're playing a dating sim and trying to get these girls, one of these girls, interested in you. But but you're not really. But actually, should we touch on the the whole dating thing sing thing before we we go any further? Maybe that would be good because I know all, uh, you and yep. a lot of the other guys on Discord initially had a bit of a a, a problem with playing this game because it, it felt wrong in some way. So uh, mm. enlighten us. What what did you? I, I I felt nothing was off because I was role playing as a teenage boy, so I had no problem playing this game in any way, shape, or form. But the, let me know what what was the problem. Ah, uh, it's it's. I'll admit I jumped to some wrong conclusions about this game, um, and I knew it wasn't a dating sim because I told you guys and you, Matt, you told me off for spoilers. Yep. That you know it, it's down on Steam as a psychological horror game. Yes. And although I didn't know a lot about this game, I knew that it subverts expectations so i kind of went into it waiting for the cookie stuff to happen which does not help the first couple of hours at all uh i've never played a bit i've never played despite the fact that i really really like story-based games i've actually never played a visual novel until this and my my initial reaction leaving aside the kind of dating bits was is this literally all i do you know is all i do is press (laughs) The button to go, yeah, and in the end, I put it on auto, and I suppose the clue is in the mm. name, right? It's visual novel, but mm. I was surprised just how little involvement you as the player has. I mean, Jim and Andy, I mean, what was your kind of a reaction to the visual novelness <laughs> of the game? So... I will come on to I will come on to the thoughts on the dating bit, Mads. I'm just just interested to hear from the guys, kind of, sure. you know, whether their reaction was the same as mine. Yeah, so I was expecting a bit more in terms of. So I was expecting, obviously, it to be a, a visual novel, and I was almost expecting a story that you shape through your choices and, mm. and your interactions with the characters, but it's pretty clear that that's like early on that that's not that's not what it is um and and the Mm. same for 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 the dating side i i struggled with the dating side of it pretty much from from the off uh poetry yeah four girls chatting about poetry and literature couldn't get any further away from from me really so yeah i I kind of struggled (laughs) with it from from the off yeah, I think it was the same for me. From uh, exactly as you say, Chris, I think that's the kind of the real the cr- sort of the real crux of it for me is that I had it in my head that um, there would be a bit more kind of animated or interactive in the mm. sense that not even from the point of view that not even necessarily interactive, just maybe like with each button press, you might get you know there'd be a bit more animation to it mm. or yeah. a bit more. Whereas it, it became apparent quite quickly, like oh no, I'm literally just I am just reading the text here and. 
Uh, I am not a good reader at the best of times. I have only, you know, I very recently in life discovered audiobooks and realised what I've been missing out on all my life is that it's just <laughs> such, for me, it's just such a more pleasurable way to just to sort of absorb this sort of stuff. And I just find it goes in a lot better as well. Um, you know, clearly it's not going to happen, but I, I just even from the point of view of it, it being, and I completely appreciate that it goes against the whole, the whole sort of... Um, um, you know the, the, what this genre is, but I, I, you know, if it'd been, if it, if it'd been voice acted or something, but it was just, it, it, it was, it was quite stark, and I think that was kind of what was quite surprising to me was, um, I, I think, the initial press impressions on that, I don't think it necessarily helped itself. From I, I didn't find, I find the character animations really nicely drawn, but I think the. The backgrounds and the fact there was so little change in between them, I, I just find it mm. sort of the graphical style quite sterile and quite soulless. Um, the character models were and, and drawings were lovely, and you know they really came across well. Music fantastic as well. I absolutely love the yeah. music in this. Yeah, and wrote I fu- it all himself, Dan Salvatore. Oh, it's well, incredible, yeah. and like so many to come up with so many different little catchy tunes, absolutely brilliant. But in terms of kind of what the my sort of a, first impressions of the game is like oh dear we're going to need a bit more than what i'm getting so far and yeah similarly and i I'd, think... I'd kind of i had caught winds although just because i've been quite busy at the time i hadn't really kind of i think maybe have a couple of a couple of spoilers had been dropped at some point i think <laughs> we were just talking about this off the recording about fan art and um, <laughs> i think it might have been Roushi or <laughs> he gets blamed for everything that's even slightly salacious <laughs> but um there was I just remember seeing as I was scrolling through discord somebody had put up a post of um it looked like I, I think I pretty I think it was Yuri that looked like it was either Yuri or Monica that looked like she had vampire teeth and I thought mm, that I, 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 I thought that was the route it was going to go down I thought it was going to take this <laughs> and so I, I was waiting for like I, I thought that kind of like the whole kind of raison d'etre for mm. the, the literature, literature mm. club was to basically to lure victims in and then they were going to be this sort of uh, these the, the, these vampires that ended up like taking out the people that joined the literature club or something so I, I was kind of waiting for it to go down that route the whole time so um, the, the sort of the impact of the big moments further down that that wasn't lost on me from the point of view I, I was kind of I knew something was coming but I thought something completely different was coming mm. um, but the initial stages I definitely thought this is if it, it was a slog to start with it had some charm to it, but not really, not enough initially. Yeah, yeah. I d- it, it's worth. It's probably to be to be fair. It's probably worth pointing out that it it is intended to be slow. Like mm. I think Rauchy was saying that that name again. I think everyone take a drink for every time we mention <laughs> Rauchy's name tonight. But I think uh, you know he mentioned slice of life, and I think it is meant to be. Yes. Pretty mon- All of this stuff is meant to be pretty mundane. These are just kids at school. Uh, and I think it needs to be slow in order for when the subversion stuff starts to happen. So this this like, first part is definitely impactful. meant for you to learn a lot about Sayori and her interests and her friends and mm. and and build a relationship to her. Even yeah. though you may be charming some other girl, it's it's yeah. uh, it's building up that relationship with Sayori and telling about how she was she was your friend for well since childhood yeah. and, and so on and so forth, and uh, learning a bit about what she's uh, dealing with right now, right? Yeah, I've got no problem with that. Definitely, I think it's. Um, I, I didn't. The, so the pacing from that side of things was. I can see the reasons for it being that way. I just. I would have preferred it to be presented in a different way. Um, yeah. I'd like. I played a couple I of the Phoenix totally Wright games I mean, and everything. They, they could easily like do five times the the number of. Uh, 
I wouldn't even call them animation frames because they're stills, but you know, you know what I mean. They, they've yeah, got like, yeah, yeah. once you've played this game for an hour, it seems as if you've seen every you've single seen way everything. the different characters can yeah. stand on screen and the expressions they can have. And then there are only these, once in a while, there's a nicely drawn special image for when you yeah. Yeah, yeah. get to some point in the game, right? It would have been wonderful if, if they had like uh, five to ten times the amount of poses, for example, yeah. for the different girls. So that so that every once in a while when you've seen four or five uh, sentences, it would just switch and she would look surprised yeah. instead or whatever. Yeah. Something yeah. that would match the, the pacing of the story would be wonderful. For, for me, it didn't really mean anything because I knew I was playing a, a visual novel. So I was, my, my focus was entirely down on the text. And then, the you know, in, in your periphery, you'll see if, if the animation changes and you just look up, oh, okay, yeah. they do that. And then I'll be reading again. Mm -hmm. And again, I, I, I treated it as, as a book. I didn't use auto because that was far too slow. That was like half my reading speed. So I, I'd yeah, just be you pressing. Can you can speed it up. Ah, okay, okay. You yeah, can, there is an option. You can speed up yeah. the speed of the order. I didn't know because yeah. it, I just I tried it and I thought, nah, that's far too slow. So you can just no, press, I would if you press the button, it, it'll, it'll complete the sentence immediately. So I'll just do that all the time. Yeah, I would do that and then make sure I'd read it probably. Because I, I, I could sometimes be guilty of, um, if you yeah, sometimes skip. miss tap, you would skip and you think, oh, mm -hmm. actually, I, I kind of wanted to see what that was. Uh, ah, okay. Sometimes yeah. happening. But um, yeah, I, I definitely prefer to do it at my own pace. Hmm. No, but it is most definitely a visual novel. And as you said, it doesn't have a lot of graphics. Uh, what it has is, is quite nice, mm. I think. Uh, yeah. But it doesn't have a lot of it, and it would benefit from having a, a lot more uh, facial expressions and all yeah. sorts of uh, different frames for those uh, those girls. I think backgrounds, uh, is it what, about six, seven backgrounds in total or something yeah. like that? There's not, yeah. the, but what Sounds is there right. is, yeah. Is, yeah. Yeah, is, yeah. is nice. Um, it would have just been. I found oh, the see, I totally I, I, I totally that's exactly the word for it. They're just too sterile, yeah. and it's yes. just kind Bland. of. Yeah. It just really reminds me. Do you know what it reminds me of? And this is probably why it was such a sore point for me. It reminds me of all the pre-rendered backgrounds in the yeah. um, in the Phantom Menace, like the, the, like episodes <laughs> one, two, and three of the Star Wars <laughs> yeah. films. Which yeah. you wa watch them back now, they they just look so they just they just look horrible, basically. And Uncanny. Kind of, yeah, they look like the kind of backgrounds you could put on in a, in a Teams call or a Discord. Yeah, call, you know, yeah, you can select did, from a little series like of really, really clean background images yeah yeah generic yeah. and yes. bland that's yeah. exactly yeah, yeah, completely yeah. agree those backgrounds yeah. were really excruciatingly boring to look at yes but but as you say mads the amount of time you spend looking at those black backgrounds is minuscule compared to the amount of time you spend looking at the mm. words so to, to me kind it was of fine because it was a book. functional thing aren't they yeah yes yeah, just a bit of visual flourish to a book i'm reading yeah and i i like yeah, the yeah. Uh, the anime girls they were really nicely done i wish they well, had yeah. more yeah. expressions yeah. and more poses or whatever you want and i really like the um i don't, I've not, I don't know how many maybe 10 different drawings in special situations that were, were nicely done as well but, yeah, uh, yeah. I mean the dating sim, the dating side of it. So, man, this is a tough one for me. Are we getting back to uh, why we don't like uh, dating teenage girls? We've been skirting around it. Yeah, yeah. Let's let's get back. <laughs> well, to it. I, I, I mean, I can leave aside the teenage stuff, and I will come back to that. But like, just generally, he's, he's not going to come back to it. And he said that once before now, and then he's we now I will for ten minutes taking these things in order. Like, I think I think the kind of you know this is not a dating sim, but it it certainly sets itself up as one. Oh yeah. And yep. it's kind Man of you know to. the get the game is luring you into thinking it, it is it is a dating sim. Mm. They just do absolutely nothing for me. And leaving aside the the the, the anime tropes, which we will talk about in a sec, um, but 
just the whole Dayton thing. Like this is a very personal thing for me. I'm just not interested. I I really really like romance stories. I'm 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 quite soppy when it comes to, you know, I I like romantic films. My my favorite book is a romance book. I I really like mature romance stories in games. This and it just did absolutely nothing for me. I mean, choosing words on a page, half guessing, half educated guessing, man. It, I just it just didn't. The writing wasn't there with this stuff. You know, he was felt like he was too busy and who had the biggest boobs, which is what I would have done. Like a fourteen, fifteen, no problem <laughs> at all. But I'm not that age anymore, and I just. You know, it's but it's the same in Yakuza. Like, but see, that's that's what I love before. about this. Just, I am not that age anymore, I'm, but I can role play as being that age, and truly, I, I, I can <laughs> actually, on, I can quite easily remember all of those feelings. Uh, how it was completely out of control with the hormones in your head and everything. I, I, I could totally put me in that myself in that place. It, 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 I was cringing reading some of the stuff. I, I, like I definitely wasn't. I thought it was else. very endearing and very. I mean, it was childish. It was uh, very innocent. It was uh, there was there was nothing that would be PG thirteen in this game anywhere. It was so no so no, no nicely no, and so no. sweet. I think, and especially having actually three uh, teenage girls who are uh, doing all of that stuff right now. It was quite fun to be on this side of it and see. Okay, I, I remember this. This is <laughs> this is actually why the guys are acting like they are. It's good fun. I like that. Uh, yeah. Yeah. No, it did, I mean, well. what did you guys think of like leaving aside the the the, the animeness, which you know, which I do want to circle back to? But what did you think generally, you Andy and Jim, about you know did the dating aspects of this kind of drag mm. you in? Just... Uh, yeah, no, for sure. This is I kind of this is the first game that I've played along these lines, mm, so same. it was definitely I I kind of I, I again, and it's maybe similar to it's, it's the beauty of what we do with this podcast um, is not always necessarily to kind of to my advantage but I think it's that you know I, I've, I had no reference point so I don't know kind of like where this was in compa- where this sits in comparison to sort of how risky or otherwise but it's yes it might you, you did have a reference point because we played Yakuza well, that's true. That's yeah. the only although, although, I, ever I didn't spend as much time hanging around the nightclubs as you did, Mads. Oh, I was well, too busy. <laughs> I was too busy out in the street beating people up. Remember, that was that was where mm, I got my mm. kicks. So it's yep. um, quite literally. Mm. But uh, yeah, I, I think it's kind of there was an, and I guess in some respects it was you could argue that it worked in that respect because I felt a wee bit awkward playing it, which. Well, meant that it kind of captured the, the, the character's awkwardness so I think we were awkward for different reasons but it's sort of it was quite clever the way that worked I think to a certain degree mm. I don't know how much of that was intentional or otherwise but I, um, I found the writing very awkward and very childish and I found it to, to fit the setting so yeah yeah and you and it's just kind of like there'd be, there would be times where you do you remember kind of maybe this is just my experience of life at that stage but you remember multiple multiple embarrassing situations or like misunderstandings miscommunications everything so the kind of like it did i i absolutely see what you're saying about it. It, it did tap into some of that and like i say i did find myself a combination of like maybe like the music that's playing in the background and stuff as well it did take you back to, to a more innocent time definitely um yeah I don't think maybe I I think probably on the whole you know from a sort of a taste perspective I think it kind of 
it stayed on the, the the right side of the line for me the whole time. I don't think ever sort of it didn't cross over into yeah. like really sort of awkward, like yeah. really sort of uncomfortable territory. The awkward definitely, but not. Mm. I don't think it, I. I think they probably did quite well in that respect. I didn't. I didn't think. Oh, really? Kind of not happy with kind of what I'm having to read or kind of what I'm having to sort of what's being suggested here as yeah. such. It, it was yeah. okay in that, that respect. That, that's my point about mm. this. This this is why I I couldn't see how anybody could be offended by this, even though they look young, because it's always it's it's about romance. It's not I, about sex. A lot I mean, of it's, it's suggestive. Is, is hinting it? anything about sex or sexualization yeah, yeah. of these girls in any way, shape, or form? It's about romancing. It's oh. about being on the look out for a girlfriend you there, really need to read is, into it some, if you want the sex stuff to be, to be there there is definitely some sexualization of these girls there's like, a couple uh, of lines uh, later on in the game i think isn't there that gets quite that gets more that, than suggested I, I mean <laughs> I, I would content that because i've seen all of these parts that definitely means uh, well has something to do with where your bar is for when, when something is sexualized mate there is monica every every now and again i think a third Still, she just bends over. Yeah. <laughs> like. Oh yeah. Well, that's... for no apparent reason. Sure, she sure. bends over. But that's just a graphical style. That that I mean, that's anime style. That doesn't mean anything to me. Yeah, but that's that's like that is sexualization of. Yes. Uh, Agreed. Uh, Agreed. Uh, of, I, was, I was thinking you know, in the then, story and in the narrative. It, yeah, and I think you're right. And this is why I no, said, no, sorry, no, Jim. You're gonna you, you're gonna jump in there. No, I think this is where. This is where I jump to some wrong conclusions, and I, I'll be the first to hold my hands up there. I agree with Andy. This game does stay on the side of good taste. The mm. writing, I, I, like my issue with the writing is not is not the horniness in it. There's, there's maybe little suggestions, but as you say, Mads, you know he's he's meant to be a teenage boy with with plenty of hormones going on. Yep. Like my my issue with the writing is is more that a lack of really any kind of I couldn't really. I, I couldn't really... I didn't feel any connection with the main character and, and the things he was saying to the girls. Mm. So I couldn't... I didn't. It didn't grab, pull me in like that because I couldn't identify myself yeah. in him. Yep. And, I, the, and the girls... I, I don't know. Maybe maybe it's just my experience. Like The girls just felt like way over the top. And I, I don't... Do, do humans talk like that? I mean... Maybe some do. I don't know. Did, did you not have four girls? I couldn't girls identify any, like, any of Again, that. that f- did, did you <laughs> not what, have mate? four girls throwing themselves at you regularly? Was that not a. <laughs> Every single day. Yes. Making you know, a cupcake. Have you seen him, Jim? Have you seen him? Yeah. Is- I mean, look at this face, mate. You've seen it. <laughs> uh, just wait until he takes his shirt off. I mean, they, they couldn't keep their hands off. But, like, it, it's, it, you know, the bits where I did, I did find myself getting a little bit like, oh, here we go, you know. The, 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 I think there's one view of Sayori where the camera looks down, you know, and she's got her cleavage there, and it's like I, I, I don't like that anime trope of, you know, I do feel like it's exploitative, and that's why I just I've never re. There's, there's plenty about anime and anime-related and anime-adjacent stuff which appeals to, to to a lot of my sensibilities and the things I like. But the thing that's always put me off, and I know this does stray, for me, on the right side of all of that stuff, but I, it, I get completely put off reading manga, watching anime, by what I feel is just, just this persistent either flirtation with or outright absolutely explicit 
sexualization of girls who either are or appear young. Mm. Joy. But that's, there was, that's a Japanese culture, really, isn't it? And, and, and it, that's a I, part of I, Japanese culture I, that many of us perhaps shy a bit away from here in, in the Western. And I know or don't it's part kind of, of know the much about or understand. Yep. I mean, that's yep. uh, in my case, I'm talking about it's, mm. you know, mm. yeah. very little experience of it. There's, there was a Reddit thing on the Doki Doki Liter- Literature Club Reddit. Dan Salvato did a, a an Ask Me Anything thing. I don't know when it was, whether it was shortly after the game released. And someone asked him the question, how old are these girls meant to be? And he, he he wouldn't answer the question. And I think that was absolutely telling. Partly because he probably doesn't want to go there. And I completely understand why. Um, as, as we've said, the writing in this game is innocent. Like mm. There is nothing in here which I would be uncomfortable showing. You know, if my children were playing it, it's fine. You know, there's a little bit of suggestion... There's a, few, there's a few, you know, there's there's one point where Natsuki, you guys mightn't have seen this, but when you romance a Natsuki, she's reaching up yep, to get yep. a. That, that's the worst. Off yeah. the shelf. That's the worst that there is yeah. in the entire game. Probably, the, and I agree. Look, I jumped to the wrong conclusions, and mm. I will admit that. But, you know, my, I just don't like it, and, and it's it's probably me being prudish. I feel uncomfortable by it, and it's why I've always, it's why I've not really pursued any interest in in anime because I, I just can't mm. get on with it. Okay. Well, so there was nothing by way of, in it, cause obviously the, the game starts before you even get into anything, which again we've kind of talked more about in the chat than anything else. But obviously there's a couple of disclaimers at the start of the game before you get anywhere near. There's no mention of age in any of that, is there? I don't think so. No. But the characters no, they're, being they're off a certain age school. or anything. It's, but even that's that, pretty much everything. We yeah, know, even that yes. bit with Nasuki, the character is like he's horrified, isn't he? He, he doesn't. Yes. Yeah, he's yeah, like yeah, embarrassed he, by he, it. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, he's mm-hmm. he doesn't sort of like revel in it. He is he is sort of like horrified by it. So there there is that. Oh, that it, this, side this could it. all be so 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 much worse. Also, when if you've uh, seen any of the Japanese uh, stuff. Regularly, I mean, there would be lots, lots of other stuff going on instead. Then, but this is very, very innocent stuff, and I have no problem with the depiction in this game in any way, shape, or form. Also, when they lean forward and and so on, I'd lay, let my six-year-old play this. I wouldn't mm-hmm. because of what else happens. Because I, I would yeah, say yeah, this yeah. is a you need to be eighteen years old and of uh, sound mental health to play this game because it's actually yeah. quite disturbing how it treats uh, mental illness in in mm-hmm. some ways. But. Uh, just to Andy's point there, there is a content warning at the start. It yep. does say that the characters are over eighteen, well, which I so I this is yeah. I I, w- I was so sure that I had seen that because I remember yeah, thinking this and I thought, is. well, do do, do the two tie up? Do they look? Are they made to look like characters that are over eighteen? I wouldn't have said so. So I think there's I think I'd there is only a... Natsuki doesn't look to be over eighteen, really. But I then, I mean, would, I would mean, eighteen-year-olds even be at school? I mean, that's kind of you're just pushing. I mean, I, I, again, this is just going from my own reference point. Like eighteen, you'd you would be, be you'd have to be one of the old. You'd have to be like literally have an old, an early birthday in Scotland to be eighteen whilst still at school. So I guess, okay. um, I don't know what the the high school system is in Japan or so elsewhere. But we we don't have high school as such. But it's called gymnasium. That part. And I was eighteen when I finished that, and the last so the last year I was eighteen. Think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I yeah, just. I mean, I, I, I feel. Yeah, I feel like these characters are 
if they are eighteen, they are drawn to look yeah. younger. Yeah, I would agree um, with that. I think it's. I don't. I don't necessarily have an issue. I don't have an issue necessarily with how they are. I've got less of an issue with how they're drawn and kind of some of the animations as what I do with them saying, but they're over eighteen because they they, they don't look. They didn't ever appear over eighteen to me, and sort of in terms mm-hmm. like from a their innocence level, I don't think is in is in line with what where an eighteen year old would be. In, in in this country and in my experience <laughs> and that's all i've got to go do on. you mean that from their interactions with each other yeah 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 yeah, yeah see that, that's where i disagree because i have kids uh, like at 20 and 17 and 15 i mean that, that that's pretty on par i mean of course they're not as crazy as, the, as these girls but uh, yeah they, they're not I mean, you're not crazy mature at 18. Maybe you th- you remember yourself being crazy mature at 18, but you weren't. Well, I'm sure it's a large part of it, Debbie. <laughs> if I was to look at my 18-year-old self now, I'd be like, you absolute Wally. But it's, yes, um, yeah. I would too. Yeah. <laughs> at, at, at the time, I thought, yeah, I was, uh, I was a grown man by that point. <laughs> yes, yes, me too. You know, Roshi said something interesting on Discord, which kind of goes to this thing about Japanese, it being a Japanese cultural thing, and thing that we, you know, maybe us westerners kind of shy away from a little bit he he said that actually if this was a japanese production remember dan salvato is an american mm-hmm. guy uh you know who, who is a fan of anime but described himself as having a love-hate relationship with it and some of the tropes tropes of it which, which again is interesting mm. um but Rauchi said that if, if this was a japanese production they wouldn't have put the, the age warning there because he said that's very much a western thing to age up the girls you know the japanese just kind of go all in mm. Uh, so it's always interesting how these kind of Western, maybe kind of cultural values and norms kind of clash here with yeah. something which feels very, very, very Japanese. Yeah. But but still, it's getting back to this story, these girls could be 12, 13, it would be okay almost with this story being told. I, I would have no problem with it because you're role playing as a teenager at the same age and it's pretty innocent stuff. So yeah. it doesn't really matter. I, 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 I actually I found a, that three I, of them looked like at least 18 year old girls but yeah. uh, Natsuki did in my in my head I had them sort of probably 15 16 was the sort of mm, that too, was the kind yeah. of age that I had in my head that sort of yeah. okay. seemed representative of kind of like me and my experiences mm. and how they came across to me that, that was the age I would put on Natsuki but uh, yeah I think what the, the takeaway I take from it is that it just depends on the individual player right you mm. know whether whether you're kind of one of the people who put off by these things. I think I'm one of those people, or you're not. And if you're not, there is nothing harmful here in this game. If you're someone that's put off by those anime, kind of traditional anime, kind of tropey stuff, there's stuff in here, I think, to put you off. But there's nothing offensive, I don't think, at all. No. Even no. about the drawings. There's, there's, for me, some, maybe some mild kind of sexualization, but not nothing major. Certainly nothing that you know, nothing that made me even think about stopping playing. Some of that early writing and the slowness and the pacing may have stopped <laughs> yeah, me definitely, playing. Yeah. Mm. Um, but that's nothing to do with uh, the horniness of it. No, yeah. no. And even if you guys say they look like 16-year-old girls, you, you, should, uh, you should see 16-year-old girls. There, there should be a lot more cleavage in, this, in those uh, shots. So, yeah. <laughs> oh, for sure. Yeah, yeah, that's it. Yeah, you, you got a town on a Saturday night, and it, yeah, it's, uh, that, that'll make you feel old, that's for sure. Mm. Yeah. yeah. Come on, Yuri. Sort it out, girl. Get some more chest on the yeah, show. Yeah, she, she actually doesn't, does she? She's always all buttoned all the way up. <laughs> yeah. yeah, maybe a top could be a size bigger, though. I reckon. <laughs> <laughs> it could be. 
So with that out of the way, let's uh, let's actually let's dive into our stories because we we decided to try to play this game in different ways and uh, charm different girls. So should we talk about the first? Let's call it a playthrough because of course this game is a weird one where you need to play the same game multiple times and then new stuff happens. Uh, so. Uh, Let's start with the Andy or Chris because Jim would have had a fun experience. We'll get that in the end. So, Chris, what was your first playthrough until you had to restart the game? Okay, so probably around a couple of hours, isn't it? I want to say of um, playing through slice of life stuff, being a member of the literature club. Um, you romance these girls in only really one way. Um, there are one or two choices you can make, um, but really the way you appeal to these girls is through the poems that you write. So at the end of day one, Monica, the uh, president of the literature club, says, "Right, we're going to do an activity. We're all going to um, we're going to share some poetry with the group." And what I like about this is the side story kind of fleshes this out as to kind of where the whole idea of poetry comes from, which is quite nice. Um, but yeah, it's one of the things you do in literature club, right? So um, as we go through, we're learning all about, you know, I'm sure we've all, we're all the same kind of writing. We're learning about the girls. Um, so each of the girls has different things and different kind of words that they appeal to them. You you write your poems by selecting words that um, that would appeal to the particular girl that you're trying to attract. Yep. So Natsuki was all very cute and lovely. So anything like... Popcorn, candy floss, Pink. bunnies, yeah. um, things like that. Like cute, probably traditional anime cute, I would say, from someone who hasn't really no experience with it. Um, but I kind of got a sense straight away. And then you see the little kind of say, uh, uh, Natsuki uh, uh, sprite in the corner jumping up and down when, when yeah. you... Um, when, when you're doing the poems, uh, right. what is it? The right-hand side of the book that you're looking at has uh, yeah. maybe... 10, 12 words you, you can pick from. You do, do that 20 times. Yeah. And the left-hand side has the three characters that you can charm right now. And if you choose a word that is their word, that character will jump. Yeah. Oh, and every now and again, I get it wrong. And um, the wrong girl would jump. I and missed I think, that. Damn it. Yeah. <laughs> you didn't pick up on that. I did. Yeah, no, I completely missed that. Kind of key information. <laughs> yeah. Oh, well, there we are. <laughs> That's how you know whether you've got it right or not. Okay, I was, um, okay, I'll come to mine. Yeah, carry on. Sorry, mate. So I think, so I think my yeah my um, my playthrough probably just you know the story not not a lot happens, which I think is the point, right? You're just mm. going through. Um, I think Natsuki kind of you go and she shares her manga with you, and the the character takes one of the books home and. Uh, I always, I always shared my poem with Natsuki first, and and so I quite like reading the poems that the other girls had, had written. I thought some of them were quite good, mm. um, so that was that was fun. Um, and I think it's at the end of day three, isn't it, where it's the weekend and you're preparing for the festival is going to be on the yeah. Monday. Yep. Um, I had a, a choice there as to who. Basically, you can you can help out or you can hang out with with any one of the girls at that point, and of course I chose uh, my favourite Natsuki, and she she really she's really into baking. You don't really, I mean, you end up finding quite a bit about Natsuki in that she's got an abusive father, but you don't really find out this hints about that in the first day, um, small things about 
you know the way she eats and stuff like that but you don't it's nothing explicit until you get into the uh, day two after uh act two sorry act two where you know after what happens with uh sayori happens yeah let's um, maybe let's just go all the way to that uh, part so so we're until what happens with Sayori, you get to tell it the, the first time. Uh, yeah, but how did so, that so, so appear you, for you then? So over that weekend, you 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 meet with. He goes and finds Sayori because he thinks Say, Sayori was acting a bit strange. I think on the on the Friday she was quiet. Yep. Um. So he goes and sees Sayori. Sayori and she says about her depression and um. Uh, and then, but she's a bit funny because she knows Natsuki's going over, and and so she's a bit down about that. And he says, "No, why don't you come over as well?" And she says, "No, I don't want to do that. I'm going to leave you with Natsuki." But you know, the, this kind of suggestion there that she feels strongly for the character, the main character, than than she's letting on. Uh, but she doesn't say anything explicit at that point. Natsuki comes over. You do some baking with Natsuki. At one point, you end up uh, you end up licking icing off her fingers. Uh, and they have a little bit of a moment, and she says, "Oh, you should only do that with girls if if you really like them." And it's a bit like, "Oh, blush, blush," and there's an awkward moment, but nothing happens. And then that's the, when they get outside, they're just about to kiss, actually. And um, Sayori comes over and and they kind of interrupts. Uh, Natsuki kind of rushes off in in a bit of a in a bit of like an embarrassed rush. And at that point, then Sayori. Uh, confesses how she feels about about the main character uh, and you get a choice to 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 basically say look you know you're my best friend and i'm going to look after you or you can return her feelings uh and i did what i thought was the right thing to do in in saying look you know you're my best friend and you know i'm going to share things with you but that's you know i don't feel any uh don't feel any more for you and that's when you go into school on the Monday, and uh, she's not there. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. So. Okay. So. Jim, go on. Yeah. Oh, sorry. Yeah, I was just gonna say. So, I was trying to date uh, Monica. Pretty much went the same way, apart from when you. So I was always showing Monica my, my poetry first. I was choosing the words that I would try. I was at first the first time I wrote a poem. I was trying all like all like the the dirtiest words that I could, if you like. Didn't get anywhere. It kept sort of pointing me towards <laughs> Natsuke. Um, so then when I wrote the second poem, I went for the opposite sort of words, and again it kept pointing me towards Natsuke, which okay. It, it it was just it was doing everything i was showing monica uh my poems the first, for like the, she was the first one that i'd show the poems to it yeah it didn't seem to make any sort of difference and even like those prolonged interactions you had will seem to always be with natsuki you know when you was in the cupboard looking for a manga mm-hmm. and stuff like that it was always so you you've been charming natsuki oh. that's what happened in inadvertently possibly yeah 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 yeah, yeah. You have, so, so you, you saw the, the cu- you saw the cupboard the cupboard bit with yeah, Natsuki did, as yeah. well, Jim. Yeah, to- inadvertently. Yeah. Then, right? then you've been charming Natsuki. Yeah, so I was trying to charm. Yeah, yeah. Monica. but we we gave you an impossible mission, mate, because you can't charm Monica at this point. There's no, no way of doing it. So uh, we just didn't know <laughs> because we like to go into these games blind. So and then yeah. so yeah. but then as the story yeah. sort of progressed, I kind of felt like my character should probably. 
he'd, he'd had this like long relationship uh, with Sayori, so it was kind of like maybe he should be with her. So where Chris said they were just going to be friends, I said, "Yeah, all right, I love you. Let's let's be a couple." And uh, and then yeah, yeah and, nice. Uh, then, yeah, stuff happened. So what happens there, Jim? So what happens when you say, like, okay, yeah, you know, I feel the same way. I mean, do they just kind of? Does she just go off back so home? So this or? is it's all the same. You you go over to to her house and you have this chat with her. So same as what what you had, but she then she did you have Natsuki come and make cupcakes? Uh, I can't actually remember if she did. I think she did. I feel like she did. Yeah, Monica didn't come over. That's for sure. Sure, Monica didn't come over. No, I don't no. think she can. Yeah. Um, oh, she can't. Yeah. So. So when you when you say that you love her, so, then what so happens? So then she this? keeps talking to you about being a couple, saying you've got to do stuff as a couple, um, and on. Oh, right. I think it's the next. Is it one the next day? Instead of going over to see her, I went off to the school. And oh. and I think she. I think she says, like, if you're a couple, you should check in on each other or something like that. And I didn't. I went off and did something else in the story. <laughs> yeah. Mm. Oh, okay. But it didn't have an, Yeah, it but the same affect, thing happens, of it course. It didn't affect the outcome of, uh, no. of the first act. That, that no. still happened. So, Andy, you tried to charm Zayori from the get-go. I did, yeah. And but I think... I think you, when when you do that festival activity at the end, you can't actually do something with Shoyori, can you? You can do something with the No, that's uh, it. So basically kind of Exactly that. Yeah, is that the whole point or the whole way through it, obviously as I've now subsequently realised that um clearly none of my poetry was being aimed at her anyway. I was just kind of um <laughs> I was just uh I, I I was so engrossed in writing my own poetry that I didn't realise what their reactions were, but I was I was getting quite into so like my really kind of like I was, I was sort of picturing heavy metal covers and then like writing some sort of like real kind of emo poetry. So like, you know, I, just, I was just looking for like two words that I thought went together nicely. Things that can like, you know, like festering rainbows and stuff like that. You know, kind of like <laughs> um, you're looking for rhyme and couplets. Yeah, it's totally, yeah, yeah, like like painful candy, this sort of stuff. So it's uh, I would just work my way through that. But then um, like Bob Dylan, I thought so. Without the hair. That's what the girl said as well. the um and so we kind of went through the i don't think there were really many opportunities at any point that kind of um obviously for reasons that become apparent is that where you were making these choices that quite often sorry wasn't present or it wasn't an option to do so so um Mm. i just kind of like allowed my um my desires to run wild with that and uh, so i would just choose yuri for each thing to be honest it's um Okay. I thought if, if if I had to date one of these girls, it would definitely be Yuri. So I thought, right, I'll yeah, kind of, yeah. you know, I'll, I'll 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 sort of try and pursue that where possible. But um, it played out very much the same. But at any point where there was any time, sort of as much as you could do it, it was very much. I made apparent to them that you know it was very much a, on a on a friendship basis. So I think it ended up the exact same. I think Yuri ended up coming over to my house and. We always say. I, th- I think we made. I can't remember. We had made some cupcakes, or we made a banner. I can't remember which it was. It might have, she was making the banners. Yeah, I think she, she came. We we we, yeah. we made a banner. I think, and but it all yeah. kind of over the course of that, it did. But through no intention of my own. And I think this this kind of definitely comes back to, I think how little influence you have on this story is that I was actively, you know, kind of avoid. You know, 
I had to pick somebody other than Sayori, so I was picking Yuri each time. But uh, I don't think he kind of got the option to kind of like you know to kind of sort of uh, you know to, sort of to 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 pursue her otherwise. And so it was just that it, I ended up basically in a similar scene where uh, we were outside, and I, mm. then Sayori came along and interrupted us again. But uh, it was at that point. I'm pretty sure there'd been a couple of options previously where I kind of had sort of intimated that I was quite interested in her. And then obviously, uh, when she said that she loved me, there was the opportunity to reciprocate it, which I did. And actually, it, it was quite nice. But it's, um, there was definitely like an insight at that point. But I, I'm 90%, I hope I'm not spoiling something further on. Um, so it, there's quite a telling point. And so she's giving you a big hug, uh, or you're basically you're giving each other a hug. And then Bidinik, she's like, this doesn't feel how I thought it would feel, and she was like, "I still feel, I still feel really sad, still feel really empty," and you're like, "Oh, this is rubbish." She kind of like you thought that maybe, um, you know, that's kind of like that's uh, you know having finally sort of revealed your feelings for each other. You remember it from your own experiences, like you don't ever remember at any point of that in your life where you're like, "Oh man," she said, "That's really crap." She just said that she loves me. That's a, that's that's not you know kind of yeah. a bit flat about that, and it's of you know it obviously gives you an indication as to be um, you know maybe yeah, maybe, yeah. Um, and uh, there were you know it's kind of you could argue how kind of well some parts are pulled off or not, but uh, there there were a couple of parts that definitely played into the next the next scenes that um, that sort of added a considerable amount of weight to it definitely. Mm. So who did you spend extra time with in the club as such? Did you read the fantasy book with Yuri or did you... With Yuri, yes. Uh, yeah, yes, I was okay. reading the fantasy book. So, we were getting shoulder to shoulder and holding a page each. Yeah. Mm. So you failed me. You've actually been charming Yuri. That's that's it. There was no other... Like, <laughs> so I would have... Had there been another option, I think there was very... You had very little influence on that. Yeah. So it's... Yeah, um, yeah. So I, that I may have been something subliminal that just kept like kept going for Yuri, I think. I did a I did do a second playthrough just to try to uh, to charm Sayori, and it's definitely possible uh, to to hit all of her words with the the poems every single time, and it, it makes us feel feel special, and you do other stuff with her instead. Oh, but uh, okay. so, right, but uh, yeah, my playthrough was uh, supposed to be I was supposed to be charming Yuri, so uh, I did. Uh, and she was quite easy to hit with the words I find because she loved, she was into yeah. fantasy and kind of dark stuff a bit of horror emo so, yeah perfect emo girl Yuri was always my girl from the get go uh, not not because of her chest size that was just a bonus but uh, <laughs> she is uh, I, I love that uh, that quiet uh, shy mysterious type and I knew this was a horror game so I was certain from the get go that mm. she was going to be the psycho killer it's always the quiet mm. girl so I thought it would be interesting to see what happens if you, if you charm her. <laughs> so on that point... You want to say something? Yeah, good? so on that point with it being a horror game, what were your... So you've you've already said about Andy, you were saying you thought it was going to be like a horror game as in like with the vampires and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Oh, I thought, it was, I thought it was full from dusk till dawn. That's what I was waiting for. Yeah, same. For. So <laughs> I went into this with the expectation of it being that sort of horror, not the way that it goes. I don't. Yeah, I don't. It's obviously, I, it was I thought it would mind. be a, a killer. Yeah, 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 yeah. And I was certain it was Yuri. I was even more certain later on because you get to take Yuri home and make that banner, and she reveals that she's really into knives. Mm. She loves loves her knives. Collects yes, them. Actually, right. cuts her finger, and instead of sucking icing off a finger, you suck blood yeah. off Yuri's finger. That's right. Oh, yeah. uh, that's right. Yeah, which, that's exactly what it was. Yeah, well remembered. Yeah, so, so uh, I was certain I picked the right girl. This was gonna gonna go great. Well, but, uh, this, this this plays this plays exciting. To, I I thought that I was gonna set her into some sort of 
vampiric rage. I thought she's <laughs> she's sucked my blood, and I was like, "This is it. I'm done for." And I was like, "This like I was waiting for the, this is the point where she turns into a vampire." <laughs> beautiful, beautiful. I I was expecting supernatural stuff initially, okay. but I I sensed the way it was going with Sayori from that conversation you had before. For me, Natsuki came over. Mm. I, I knew. I just knew something. Sayori was something was going to happen to yeah, Sayori. Yeah. yeah. So of course something does happen to Sayori because Sayori, sorry, Sayori, uh, suffers from depression, as we find out just before we go on the weekend there, and uh, is having a down period. And, and what happens here is that she hangs herself. So when you go back and check on her room, no matter what you do, uh, which actually pissed me off a bit, she hangs herself. Mm. Um, so so. In all of our playthroughs, that's what we what we've seen. Even in a playthrough where I chanced Sayori, made sure she was in a great mood and uh, professed my love to her and everything, she went uh, went over and, uh, and and kills herself. I found that to be a really, really, really dark view of of mental illness that uh, made me quite uncomfortable, to be to be quite honest. But uh, I, I've got it very close uh, to, to myself right now because one of my daughters has been suffering from depression the past year. But uh, yeah, that's that's uh, that that was very harsh, and for me, that was actually I, I didn't care about the <laughs> I wasn't put off by any of the uh, anime stuff or the mm. the whether they are sexualized or not. That was fine for me, but this actually put me off the game for a little while because that was yeah, yeah maybe that was just a step too far for my tastes mm. in horror to use something that is so so real and so common and and happens all the time and then use it just for effect that way and 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 in a story where it's supposed to be about having agency and and being able to control the story a little bit at least that's what i thought at that point yes yeah, we figure out later on that's not what this is about at all but i thought it was about having a bit of agency it annoyed me that i, yeah. I there was nothing i could do to actually change this this outcome how did you find it though in the moment, Mads? Like, not not kind of looking back at it now. Like, did you find the actual impact of seeing that? I mean, yes. Were you expecting? Yes. I I, I found like a kick to the groin. It was uh, it was yeah. really hard, really harsh. Yeah. yeah. I mean, were you guys expecting it when you because you go into the room and no. We, what were you expecting to find? Were you expecting to find a sleeping in? Uh, I, I kind of, I don't know. It was funny that it's like, I, I I think I knew it without knowing it, if that makes sense, where I thought, I, I knew that I was going to come across something bad. And I thought, I think this might be what I'm about to see here. But it, it kind of, it really, they, I, I guess maybe where it was maybe something, they, they really kind of like, played up to the moment as well where you get it I, I was playing yeah. this game with headphones on and you get that really mm. jarring sound effect when you open the door as well yeah. and I kind of like I, I went I, I was sort of I, I was playing it on handheld and I went I, I also went eesh like I was kind of like I was yeah, just like oh yeah, I, yeah. I, it really it give, me, give me a wee bit sort of a chill thinking about it now is it's like it, mm. so it was in a, you know whether it was the right kind of impact I don't know but it was an impactful moment very impactful mm. yeah yeah same so like, I, I was fully expecting to find her dead but uh, I thought I'd yeah, find yeah, her murdered, yeah. which would be oh, right. have been okay. something completely different. I mean, in my case, maybe Yuri would have murdered her because uh, Sayori was uh, showing interest in me and uh, she was the, yeah. the crazy, obsessive guy, uh, girl, Yuri. But, yeah, uh, 
I, I kind of, I was, I thought possibly like maybe she's, I, I did sort of start to think, you know, maybe she has taken her life, but I thought maybe like she might have taken an overdose or something where it was just like, something just a less kind of, I don't know, just, it just seemed to be so, she was such a sort of a gentle character that sort of like there was mm. such a disparity between kind of your experiences with her up to that point and then obviously seeing her effectively just hanging from the rafters. She's like, oh, I just, this is really, really kind of, you know, jarring is very much the word you would use. She was a proper Robin Williams uh, character, wasn't she? I mean, mm. yeah, that yeah. poor guy mm. suffered from yeah, depression yeah. And, and, and mental illness as well. And he was one of those guys that would do everything to make other people happy and laugh and so on and so forth. But on the inside, he was yeah. struggling. Yeah. So, of course, these characters mm. do exist. Yeah. Oh, for sure. Yeah, yeah. definitely. And, um, yeah, I, I see it's kind of, I, I, I guess, you know, in, in, in those respects, it's kind of, it's, uh, it, it has kind of it has got that point across well I think mm. Mm. yeah true true I thought um, uh, yeah I mean I've, I was playing it late at night in the dark with headphones on uh, and I was expecting to find her dead and I, I was expecting to find that she killed herself okay um, but I, I thought what you would see is maybe like a shape underneath the bed yeah. or something like that yeah um, I was not expecting to see that image on the screen when that door opened. And in the moment, yet it was a, oh, Jesus, you know, kind of look away kind of thing. Yeah. If I think it feels a bit gratuitous mm. to me. Like, I mean, obviously that is the impactful moment of the game. It's where the game changes. Uh, everything about the game changes. And kind of listen to what you say, Mads, I think, that was obviously the story he was going for was to portray it in that way fine it's his story i just felt like showing me that image i don't know i didn't like it i i it mm. felt if completely gratuitous me it didn't need to be done like that yeah it feels very invasive mm. and even if it just, i don't know maybe if it well i guess you never see your character's face but even if you'd seen your character's face in that moment, and like a look of just like complete shock or disbelief, so you don't actually know how she's taken her life, but it's very apparent yeah. from their reaction that she has taken her life. I don't know. Maybe that's equally impactful without kind of I don't know. It just it just sort of feels very kind of I don't know. I mean, like you must see stuff, and there must be there's plenty of other games where you've maybe seen kind of comparable imagery. I think, but not I don't know. That I can think of sort of like. You know, that exact moment as such, I think. But I think maybe this is where, you know, by, by virtue of it being a visual novel, you know, the fact that it's kind of, that it is just a still image is probably, it's, um, mm. yeah, it, it feels even even more, it, even more sort of invasive, I think, doesn't it? It also plays into the, the whole storytelling, how that is done so far. I mean, this is a visual novel. It's a slice of life we've been through with a bit of a yeah. dating sim. So it's slowly, slowly been yeah. being told a nice little story. We're learning about the characters and then we get this thrown in our face all Bam. of a sudden. So, of yeah. course, it's very effectful. It it works. Yeah. It's not the kind of horror I like to, to watch, but the, it definitely works. Mm. It definitely works. But our... Our three, four other characters don't need to think too much about Sayori because what happens here is that the game ends. And then in the version we've been playing, the plus version, you can see that some some of the stuff, you get back to the main menu, mm -hmm. but some of the text is, has glitched and there's something wrong and you can press start game again. So, of course, uh, we do that. Uh, actually, a, f a few people on Discord thought the game was over then and said, how, how yeah. many times do I have to play the same game? And <laughs> but, but you don't. Yeah. Because then you yeah. start the game 
and we know why now but the i i kind of like that that part later on so yeah. you start the game again and it starts over just as if it, it was the first day but sayori doesn't exist she's never been there so uh you go you've joined the literature club but the, it's only yuri natsuki and monica there mm -hmm. and uh, you start chatting with these girls and go back to trying to charm them but every once in a while stuff glitches like natsuki's eyes turn yeah. all black like a demon's eyes yeah, for for yeah. just two frames and then go back again or yeah i think there's a frame as well with the uh, yuri and one of her knives that's bl dripping blood or something like that so yeah all of a sudden it's it's kind of eerie and uh is gone and nobody talks about her because she never existed and uh, you need to go mm. through the motions again so Let's see where the story takes us then. Chris, you, you continued, and I'm guessing you uh, you followed along and uh, tried to, to charm yeah. Natsuki again? Yeah, I did. Uh, yeah, it's fun. Like, it's, it's fun seeing some of the things. Like, I think some of the reactions from people who played this back back in the early days after release, you know, were really quite affected by this stuff. Like, oh, my God, what is going on with the world? Like, why... Mm. You know, I just kind of, kind of raised a smile from me some of this stuff, but it, I didn't really find it scary at this point. You know, it's just like okay, well, this is a bit weird. Yeah, it wasn't scary. Um, it was weird to me as well. Yeah, it's a bit weird, and you know, in some ways, quite clever because it was all all of a sudden like there's a bit more conflict between the group because Sayori was very much the diffuser yeah. of conflict. Yes. She would be the one who would make light of a situation and sort it all out and with her gone. And what I think what I found most interesting about it was like more from like a societal thing of like that the world needs characters like Sayori, you know. You know, think about your uh, the friendships group that we all have. I think we could all probably say there's a Sayori in that group you know someone who kind of you know can diffuse situations and so that was interesting how that was all playing out and there was a lot of conflict between natsuki and yuri so i was continuing to try to you know write my poems you don't get as far in in, in act two um i think you maybe only write one poem i want to say i, think uh, but two, I was very you? much yeah, two i think yeah maybe two mm. yeah I was very much kind of doing the same thing, but what was happening was I was being funneled towards Yuri. So I did the whole kind of sitting next to Yuri, yeah. turning the pages, touching okay. arms and stuff. And Natsuki's getting more and more jealous about this, and she keeps saying, um, she's saying, like, you know, why don't you like me? And why are you spending more time with Yuri? And mm -hmm. can you can you like my poems more? So she's be she's showing signs of, sort of kind of becoming a little bit obsessive uh in her behaviors the more the game kind of pushes you towards yuri and it didn't feel like a way that i could stop that that just felt like the way the story was going okay go on what happens how does this uh, this end then oh so you want me to go right away okay so and then um I can't remember how it happens, but you end up alone yeah, with Yuri. I think yes. she comes um, over to yours, doesn't she, to make a banner for the uh, for the festival again? No, you Do don't you get that far. I, no, I think. Do they not have? There's a there's a big argument, which is quite amusing. I think where the, the two of them probably blow up at each other, and then yep. I think Yuri runs out the classroom, and you That's you go right. to check her, and then you find out that she's self harming out in the corridor. Is that? That's yes. yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and then you end up yeah. back in the classroom, don't you, with mm. Yuri? Um, and she, so she basically then confesses her love for the character, um, and she ends up stabbing yeah. herself. 
Okay, I'm, I'm kind of kind of disappointed because that's the same I got. I was uh, going for Yuri still, and I have had been doing yeah. that all the way through. I thought you'd have seen some uh, special content with Asuki instead. No. Okay, okay. So no. you're just we've so we've all seen that the same scene. Yuri professes her love for us, yeah. and uh, I accepted it, of course, and uh, then she kills herself. Yeah, I didn't. Yeah, yeah. and uh, so yeah, that that uh, I, I if didn't. I found the part about the. Um, about uh, poor Sayori hanging herself hard. This was just at, at this point, I was over it. I, I hated it. I thought that was the most horrible yeah, thing, like the most horrible yeah. depiction of of any any mental illness I've ever seen. That that all of a sudden, because she's if, where her love is being uh, given back to her, <laughs> she she actually just kills herself. That that was just that was so weird to me. It didn't make any sense in any way, and and I found it quite annoying. Though. Yeah. Yeah, it just gets more and more intense, doesn't it? As as the relationship sort of grows between the main character and Yuri, she just gets more and more intense. But I, I didn't see it coming at yeah. all. At all. It just, yeah, really... No, really me neither. Me. me neither. Really threw me. Yeah. So I, I think by by this point, though, I felt like... I, I, I was a bit eye-rolly with it. Yeah, I was a bit me like, too. For God's sake. Yeah. You know. Because it, it, it was all getting a bit weirder and weirder. Mm. Uh, and to be honest, what... Once it had gone to, gone there, I stopped seeing these characters as real people. Yeah. Like I think yeah. the, the 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 Sayori thing was much more impactful because everything was pretty normal before then. Mm. So when yeah, and I actually and I've been thinking about this quite a lot. Like I had of all those characters, I had the most affection for Sayori. I think I always think like you know if Sayori was a real person, out of all those three, she'd be the one I'd be I would have been drawn to. Um, so when when that happened, actually, that was it was impactful in the sense that wow, you know that she you know she was she was the one who felt the most yeah, realistic yeah. to me. Mm. Um, but 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 when it happened to Yuri, it was a bit like oh god, right, okay. Like there's a nihilism about this game that I don't like, you know, and and the story that you know Dan Salvato is trying to tell. Like there's a hopelessness to the whole thing, yes. you know, and yep. you know. I, I'm not like humans, you know. I, I don't have the same kind of experience with with uh, mental health issues that that you do for sure. Um, it, it's not something that I'm thankfully that I have any real experience with mental health problems on that level. But my the sense that I got by the time we got to this point in the game was just like a real sense of hopelessness to it all. Exactly, like, you know, that, these characters. That, that, that's were... what really annoyed me about this game and made me hate it at points, uh, especially for example this. I mean, it didn't shock me; it just annoyed me and and it made me angry mm. when she stabbed herself. Because because again, we we look at uh, Sayori, that's depression. We look at Yuri. She's obsessive in some ways, but for yeah. me, in many ways, she's she's autistic. She's like I have two, yeah, maybe three yeah. autists uh, <laughs> of my kids. So I know a lot about how they act, and and I think she's actually quite a good depiction of an autist in in many ways. Yeah. So having her do this was just such a bleak outlook mm. on on, on yeah. life yeah. with with those mental illnesses that it it made me yeah. sick to my stomach, to be honest. Dan Salvato all but confirmed. I don't know whether you watched the. Uh, he did an interview. He did a panel at PAX yeah. a few years back. Mm. Um, and he all but confirmed that she was written as an autistic character. Okay, well, m- makes sense because she's actually quite well written as an autistic character. And and later on in some of the side stories, we'll get to those later on, 
it, it's so beautifully done and it's it tells mm-hmm. a nice and heartwarming story about yeah. how you can actually be a, a human being with yeah. these with these, these diseases but but this was mm-hmm. just depicted so yeah so, so roughly and so violently mm-hmm. stupid yeah. that I, I, yeah. I completely bounced off it but but the thing that we actually learn in the end makes it all kind of all right again i guess because there was a reason for all of this happening yeah it's weird that that depiction is because at times it can when some of it can be some of the the, the commentary in there can be really thought provoking and then mm. then you see this 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 violent other side of it is yeah very very different yeah. Yeah, but there's a reason, of course, that we're seeing this violent other side of it. Because uh, sh- should we go to the end? Seems that the, yeah. there was nothing special here in the second part. We all funneled to the same part, which, uh, well, actually, is a bit sad. I think I would uh, would have yeah. liked there to be more branching parts in this yeah. in this story. Mm. But what actually happens in the end is that uh, we now play the game again, and we figure out that the uh, Monica has been pulling the, thring- the strings all along. She is an AI, and she. <laughs> is in love with you so she wants you to stay in the game and, and only be with her so uh, she twiddled some of the settings so all, all the other girls were AIs as well so she set the setting for depression all the way up to the max for Sayori and that made her kill herself and she made Yuri extra extra obsessive and and, and whatever uh, so that made her kill but herself. she's not in love with the character she's in love it's meant to be that she's in love with you, the person. Oh yes, yes. Playing the game. Yep, yeah. It's fourth wall breaking. Isn't so it? she wants you to stay at the computer all the time. Yep. And this fourth wall breaking might actually work a bit better. Let's talk a bit about that. If you played the original version, because that was a PC release, and you had your game installed in a folder somewhere, and how you actually got th- the game reset, for example, was actually take your explorer and go into that folder and delete a file so you could delete monica and then uh, restart the game and in, in our our um, version the plus version you have a, a virtual desktop and you go in and, and run some reset script and then you you can restart the game because uh, you, you get into this long conversation with uh, monica and as everybody knows right james you need to <laughs> at some point she says oh you're not going to restart me are you so you know you need to restart the game at that point you won't just lube it multiple times and then that that's the fourth wall breaking there in, in in the plus version you go out in what looks like an os and try to alter some files and delete some files and run a script and and then you can you can get back into yeah. the game but uh, I d- yeah that, that that for me was the most horrifying element of the whole game was having to rummage around in like subsystems and folders and everything <laughs> it was like that freaked me out way more than anything else i saw in this game i was like shit i'm so far out of my comfort zone here but yeah. I, I think unfortunately it just that part really falls flat on the switch because you're like, yeah. why Why would I be doing this on yeah. a handheld console? Yeah. It just yeah. makes no yeah. sense. And yeah. that was kind of like, you're like, yeah, yeah. I'm very much just doing a task within a game now. There's no kind but, of, there's no fourth wall element yeah. here. I mean, it, it falls apart. The fourth wall part of it falls apart on the, on the yeah, PC as well when it's done through this uh, this layer. So yeah, that, that would work better in the original story. But what happens when you reset? I forget actually, when you reset the, the, the game, does it just start over, or? So I've so I've never I, I've never Jim. How long did you listen to Monica talk in game oh, it hours? Was so, in evenings. How many evenings so it was, was it, Jim? So, <laughs> yeah, so it was two nights, two nights of like, and that that pause between oh, like she'd say a line and then she'd just stare at the screen, and you can't 
you can't like <laughs> move on to the next line of dialogue or anything. You just got to wait for the game to to move on to the next line of dialogue. <laughs> so that was me for two nights, and I was mm. like, on Steam, you get an achievement not for on that, Switch. you know. Oh, you do. <laughs> yeah, on Steam, you get an achievement if you if you loop. I think she has about thirty different lines of dialogue, and if you let her. Go through them all, yeah. you get an achievement. I did that. I, I waited for her to say everything until I saw the same again, and then it'll be said. Yeah. So I must You've have probably got one. your Steam achievements. Yeah, Jim, Jim's probably said that. Sure yeah, I've probably had do. this conversation <laughs> well, this, before. Yeah, this, this all sounds yeah, quite exactly. familiar. That's what it was. I saw, a, I saw a line of dialogue, and I was like, I'm sure I've seen this before. And, and I totally missed that bit at the start where, where, where you say, man, that she, she tells you to reset it. And I think what it was by that point, I was just. I'd zoned out with the game. Too, too, too much reading. I, I, I not enough shooty bang bang. I'd zoned out with it, so I missed it. And it, and it was. Speaking um, of wasting time, how, how about the the whole weekend you spent with uh, Yuri in the classroom, where there's lots and lots of conversation going on, but it's all gibberish. You can't read it. Yeah. 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 Yes. I, I, I found that they overreact that. That was that was far, yeah, far, far too long. I, I ended up after having pressed. Must have been for 10, 15 minutes. Just press, 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 press. There's so many messages that you can't read. I, 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 I went just put online. It on auto and turned the speed up. Yeah, you can. Yeah, I, I, think I, I was... went online and checked. Am I supposed to be doing something else? Because <laughs> this is doing my head in. But no, no, just yeah, keep going. Yeah. They said, okay, I kept going. That was stupid. That was, uh, I, I mean, five minutes would have been fine. No more than yeah. that. I get it. I get it. I get it. They wanted to accentuate the fact that you you stuck there for the entire yeah, weekend. Yeah, you stuck with, it all uh, weekend with Yuri. Yeah. But still, that, yeah. was, that was that was just stupid. Yeah. So I think it's on the switch. You can hold down the right trigger, and it just um, it just goes brrrr right the way through. Yeah, all okay. it. that's what I because I I was doing the exact same. I was clicking and I was coming back onto the desktop, and I think right now I'll go back into it. I'd come back yeah, out to the yeah. desktop. Mess around with a couple of things, go back, and I was like, Jesus, it's like we're not getting anywhere here. And I was like, and it was like, I think it must have been around this point that um, I hadn't actually, I don't think the game ever actually told you how to use them, but I think it was when you pressed the plus button, it brought up the options like along the bottom there as well, the kind of the, mm. the in game yeah. menu, and uh, yeah. there was sort of things that you know to skip over, but it was, uh, it was just, I was just trying different buttons and then uh, i think i see it was yeah. the, the 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 r button that something just started rattling through and i was like oh maybe we're onto something here and uh yeah took me to the end of the conversation very quickly and so the r button so is probably the equivalent of in our steam version saying skip but i didn't dare say skip because what if there was something that i could actually read later on true <laughs> that i would yeah. skip yeah so that that reset thing's interesting so i never reset the game i just de- i deleted the Monica character file. Okay, so I'm, I'm pretty sure. So I... I went into in the in the fo- in the files. You can find the ca- ah, there's yes. a folder yeah. called characters. Yeah. yeah, and at that point, hers was the only one but, in there. Yeah, yeah. I, I deleted um, her that as well. But that's that's how you end the game, right? Yes. Uh, but then, yeah, and then well, you when you go to start because a new she game, keep, she then she has a pop at you. So you delete her, but she's she's not deleted. She, she does as a pop at you for deleting her. But, but then it kicks you back to the virtual desktop. And then when you go to start the game again, you, there's a letter from her. Did you no. guys see that? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Mm. So I left it there. Actually, I never I never okay. reset the game. So I, I reset the game to be able to play again, try to charm uh, Sayori instead. So you need to run the little so reset you, script. So when you reset the game at that point, then, is that, it, it, does it literally just reset right back to the very start yeah. with all the characters back? Yes. Okay. Yeah. But you Did still you got your side stories to... open and, and all that. Yeah. Mm. Did you guys? So in your subsequent playthrough, then did you try messing around with deleting any characters during the game? No. 
No. Would be fun to see if I, it's supported. Well, I think you can. I think you can delete Monica pretty much right at the start. Okay. Okay. And if you do that, she doesn't exist in the game. And Sayori is the president of the literature club. Oh, I need to try that. <laughs> See, stuff like cool. that is pretty cool. I yeah, did, it is. Yeah. I don't think it was on a new playthrough, but I did try to delete literally every single, just about every single file and every sort of sub file that you could find. And it just gets in the. Some of them are locked. Yeah, just saying, can't do yeah. it, can't do it, can't do it, can't do it. Um, okay. Yeah. So. But you can delete Monica's files, certainly during the game. And so that's game, where probably. the branching okay. storylines cool. come from. As opposed to but, the way... But that, sh- that should then yeah, actually but... make sure that Sayori doesn't die because then she wouldn't have fiddled with her depression levels. Yeah. Well, I don't know. I don't know whether, I don't know whether she You got does. me interested. Yeah. I, I, I'm going to turn that game back on and try it once more then. Yeah. Hmm? Yeah. Yeah, I never tried it. I never... So I, I, I never... I left it there. I never yeah. reset the game. I just played the side stories yeah. from the um, virtual desktop there. Mm-hmm. But just on the kind of ARG stuff. What, by the way, what does ARG stand for? Anybody know? Um, I don't no. know either. Um, at, anyway. at augmented it, it reality is, gaming, I guess. Is it okay, right? Mm. Um, yeah, you, you hit the nail on the head, Mads. That... Uh, and you did, Andy. That stuff just is completely falls flat with with this virtual desktop. I mean, imagine playing this game on your PC, right, and you knew nothing about all this. You've just picked it up because someone said, oh, you should try this Doki Doki Literature Club. You knew nothing. And then you start getting the blue screen of death and all stuff like that on your PC. You have to actually go into your file explorer and... Like that stuff, then it actually becomes pretty cool and interesting. Yeah, I would have yeah. taken my PC but, off to the repair shop. To be like, yeah, 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 exactly. Right, it's broken. I need you to fix it. Mm. But on the plus version, it just feels like part of the game. You never leave the game environment, do you? So, it, as you said, Andy, it feels like just a bit of busy work within the game environment, just to do what you need to do to end it. Yeah, which which yeah, is true. a complete change. <laughs> Vito would kill us for not mentioning this, but he did say right early on on this that you shouldn't play the plus version mm. because it would spoil part oh, okay. of the game. Yep. And he was he was right. On. He was right. Yeah, yeah, he was. We should have all listened because <laughs> I can't. We would have had a much better experience, I think, not playing the. Mind you, some of us, you know, maybe I know Andy. You don't have a PC that you couldn't have done that mm. anyway. But it's a shame because I feel like you know that probably the the games you know the, the the bits that I think Dan Salvato is the most proud of with this game for us like for me it's just yeah it was nothing yeah. it just nothing. It is a shame that they didn't maybe find some way to tailor it slightly better to the Switch experience because beyond those parts the actual experience of playing a game like this the Switch is perfect for it. It's so much better yeah, than playing yeah, on a yeah. console because mm. it's much closer to holding a book is sitting there holding the Switch and like I say the combination of having that and the headphones and I was just sitting in my comfy chair with like say the, you were saying earlier because you know like the lights down low and just like reading my way through mm. this and it's like it's, it reminded me just how great a console the Switch is as well actually. I absolutely yeah. the, the Switch <laughs> is a fantastic console and it, it's not something that I play on nearly as much as I'd like to or that I, I should mm. either to be honest and this game it fitted to it so well but um, mm. yeah I don't know if it, if it had been maybe a bit more sort of like I say tailored to the Switch it it, it would have been a lot better for it. it it very much felt like something had been just kind of dropped onto it mm. shoehorned yeah. yeah do you want to listen to some clips so of course I do want to listen to some clips let's actually go with uh, Aaron Morpin's clip right here 
Hi, this is Aaron Maupin with some thoughts on Doki Doki Literature Club. I played the free version back when it was released, and unfortunately I knew going in that it included horror elements, but I'm not sure I would have played otherwise. Doki Doki does a good job of copying the gameplay of dating simulators, so much so that the opening is quite dull. When things finally ramp up here, instead of being rewarded with pinup or sexual content, we are treated to trauma and death. For the game club, I bought Doki Doki Literature Club Plus, intentionally the PC version. The story is unchanged. We have four girls in the after-school club to romance. Sayuri, Yudi, Natsuki, and Monika. When I originally played years ago, I went after Yudi. This time around, I tried to write poems that would appeal to Sayuri. And while the dialogue changed a bit, the story ended exactly the same way. Same deaths, same death scenes, same ending. The most disappointing thing about the Plus version is that it includes a virtual desktop, which you must use to delete character files to progress through the game. In the original version, these were actual files on your PC, so discovering that you could delete them after finding them and then continue the game was much more affecting. I feel like having a virtual desktop, which is probably necessary for console players on the PC though, it's a real misstep. I really wanted to see what would happen if you delete different combinations of character files. For example, delete everyone but Yuri. How is the club affected? Delete Natsuki but leave everyone else. What happens? But the game doesn't allow this, so that was a disappointment as well. I agree with Doshi Raoshi, that the main reason to purchase the Plus version is to support the developer. After all, I did enjoy the free version of the game, and it is worth paying for. The Plus version does include some non-horror side stories about the formation of the club. I did four and they were a bit boring, if sweet. The horror elements in Doki Doki are okay. Lots of glitching images and audio. The game is at its best when it's subverting the visual novel interface. A standout moment for me is when you stay at the school all weekend with Yuri's corpse, advancing garbled dialogue and watching the sun set and rise. Except for Monica, initially, all the girls in the club suffer in some form. Depression, autism, abuse. I only have direct experience with depression, so it's hard for me to talk about these. I appreciate that the game doesn't offer any easy solutions, because there never are. I do feel like having an assortment of issues on display somewhat diminishes the impact of each, especially Yuri and Natsuki, since Sayuri is given so much screen time but the side stories remedy this somewhat. I enjoyed this game a lot, the first time I played it. The second time around, the plus version, it isn't plus enough, I expected more. Thank you Maz for picking Doki Doki Literature Club, and a big shout out to the Discord group, especially John V's reaction <laughs> to the game. I can't wait to start Dark Souls. Maz, you're going to complain, but you are also going to enjoy it. So that was Aaron Morpin talking about his experiences with the game. Thanks a lot for your clip, mate. And thank you for the VIG-20 that you're sending me. I'm really looking forward to receiving that. So uh, he sent me some pictures. Actually, he sent you guys some pictures because it's on our Discord. So you can see this beautiful, beautiful VIG-20 that's coming my way. Really oh, looking nice. forward to that. Nice. I love the yeah. VIG. You could have an alternative 8-bit Wars mat with the VIG-20, the ZX-81, and some other 
historic relic. Oh yeah, that'd be good fun. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, don't don't mention the wars, mate. Don't mention the wars. No, don't mention the wars. No. So side stories. I played all of them, and to me, it felt. Um, maybe that was just because of the way that I I see the main story as uh, treating. Uh, those mental illnesses quite harsh and making it feel so hopeless and as if there's nothing you can do. Uh, all of these stories were really heartwarming, sweet stories mm. about accepting each other, learning about how to yeah. handle each other because different people have different needs and, and learning how to respect each other. And, and I found all of these were really really well done well written and and sweet and heartwarming and especially actually you know from the story from the main story and from some of the side stories as well that natsuki and yuri have a hard time understanding each other because natsuki has this this really hard way of uh well she's very aggressive really isn't she in, in the way that she reacts to other people and very very protective uh, if, if anybody um like discusses or uh, is against some of the stuff that she likes uh, in some way and yuri is yeah. very afraid of confrontation so she run away yeah. from it instead so so naturally those two <laughs> they're not the perfect match but there's this really really sweet side story about those two becoming really good friends and if you haven't yeah. you should actually try to try, try to see that one at least i i love that yeah, Natsuki's is all about like people just respecting one another for the things that they like, isn't it? And yeah, um, you know, and, and again, kind of learning to embrace other things, you know, not just dismiss people because of you might not like what they like. Mm. Um, I can I, so I thought I played all of these. Yeah, I thought there were six. I thought right, well, great, you know, I've played them all. Mm. But actually, no, I only played the ones I think that you, everybody gets access to. Okay. And and the others unlock by you have so you have to go through and you have to romance each of the girls. Yeah, to you have to romance each of the three romance. girls in in that that first part of the game, uh, up until uh, Sayori hangs herself. So I I did that because you can do that very very quickly. Just restart the game and use the skip feature. Then it will skip directly to the poems. Make a poem. Skip. Make another yeah. poem. Skip. Make the third poem, and and then you've got it opened, um, pretty much. Yeah, Jim. So I've only played three of the side stories, but do you think the side stories work better because of the main story, or do you think there's enough in there that they would work as being the the main chunk of the game? So take what is actually the main story, throw that aside. Do you think there's enough in the side stories to work on their own? No, you'd need to know the characters yeah. because the characters aren't introduced in the side stories. So you need yeah, to know the characters okay. and know a bit about their personalities for this to be interesting yeah. but, but because yeah. the, these are side stories where two of the characters uh, learn about each other so so Sayori and uh, Monica learn about each other and Monica learns about handling uh, Sayori's uh, depression for example and uh, there's uh, Natsuki and, and Yuri and this there's lots of combinations where people that have different views on life and on how to uh, different skills in how to communicate with each other and, and how to understand each other mm. learn that that there's uh, there's something good in everybody and especially i i love the natsuki yuri one because it it it, it takes yeah. so many of the things that i see in my own kids and and they, it does it right like for example uh, natsuki has a, uh, a panic attack and I've, I've handled so many panic attacks in my life it's it's crazy and Yuri does it just right, and it, it it's it's clear to me at least that whoever wrote this actually 
learn something about this and how it actually works and try to convey that because this actually teaches people something yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah. so it's, it's yeah. put in not only about panic attacks but about depression and panic attacks and autism and, and anything yeah so it's put in the, the a, a positive it's otherwise bad it's put in a positive outlook onto onto mental health rather than the, the almost yeah, exactly. the negative side of it that that the, the main game yep. portrays yeah yeah yeah, yeah. They feel like a response and a counterpoint, I think, to the main game. Yes. I mean, I, I, I was, I was pretty negative on this when I finished the main game. You know, I, I was tired of all the kind of hopelessness of it. Yeah. Uh, you know, Me too. all of the kind of gamey bits haven't worked. You know, and I was ready to be pretty scathing. I then played the side stories I played, which was only half of them, and they were it, by far, by by far the most enjoyable aspects of it for me um and actually kind of has brought me back around to a bit more of an even keel on the on the mm. whole package um i i really I, there is absolutely no difference between playing this game in inverted commas and watching it on youtube barely any difference no. so you can just you can just fire up youtube on your phone and just watch these side stories that's what i'm going to do now with these other yeah. bits yeah, because yeah. i'm looking at the wiki and looking at a summary of them mm. and they all are looking at the one that you've just been talking about Matt, it's called self-love yes and um yeah. it looks they're great and they're each of them are about 10 minutes long and yep. um, they're both in two parts aren't they kind of two mm. 10 minute parts perfect and um i think it's 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 reassured me that this guy can tell a, a Maybe a bit more of a nuanced, mature, positive story, um, rather than the rubbish of the not rubbish, you know. The it's stuff just in the main game. yeah, it's yeah. just such a shame. I, I totally agree, and I, I felt the exact same way. I, I was negative on the game as a whole before I entered the side stories. I, I some somehow the whole fourth wall breaking and, and thinking well, how would this have been as the PC game originally made me a bit more soft on it maybe maybe I appreciated it a, a tiny bit more but these side stories just uh, turned it around for me so this is not my favorite game by any uh, by a long shot <laughs> but uh, it, it's also a gaming experience I'm, I'm now glad I had and not just sad and, yeah. and angry about yeah it's just such a shame that you've got to play through uh, like the whole game again to try and to try and unlock those side stories, rather than them being available, you can do it in two minutes, mate. Just just you can by do it holding in two the minutes. skip, it's no problem at all. Yeah, just yeah. just uh, start the game, skip. It'll say blah, 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 poem time. Skip then, blah, 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 poem time. Skip it, blah, 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 poem time. If you can if you can do that quickly, why not just give you access to it in the first yeah, place? Exactly. Yeah, 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 exactly. You're not getting any value from yeah. that, are you? It's... Yeah, I mean they're meant to they're meant to be unlock rewards, aren't they? Like like the uh, this the the images you can unlock, you know the the wallpaper images. Yeah. Why you'd want to view the background outside <laughs> the game, Lord only knows. Yes. But you can unlock them. <laughs> but the more interesting thing, you can unlock the music, the yeah. music player as well. Yeah. Mm. Um, yeah. And you unlock more tracks by going through. You know, I agree, totally agree with you though, Andy. You know, for for the chore of having to just skip through just to unlock them, just blumming gives yeah. them right yeah and i think because it's not by sense of things it doesn't take nearly as much effort as as what it maybe i initially um sort of indicated it might do but uh yeah the the, the side stories were really nice I, I would happily go and play more of those um i'm, I'm probably not going to bother to go back into kind of for what little effort it is it's no. just there's other stuff that i would go and play in the meantime but yeah. um, it is a shame because mm-hmm. uh, i would i would happily go and play the rest and i think it is i think it's definitely the uh, 
it was a nice note to finish on is that I think maybe you guys have already said as much anyway but I just add my sort of thoughts on that and I, I think it does I think the the, the side stories have got a, a subtlety and a, a charm more than anything else that's missing from the from the main game I think it's um you were saying that kind of the the, the main game's kind of divided into two halves with so this kind of yeah there's kind of there's an element of it that is that it sort of, kind of it feels kind of ring that rings true a little bit, but I think kind of a lot of the interactions in the the first part of the game just it doesn't feel a hundred percent natural, and then kind of the the mm. sort of you know the post Sayori suicide it's sort of just it, it then sort of it goes into quite sort of a, a jarring phase of game and it, it becomes something very different. So I think what's nice to see is in the side stories for me that kind of it just it, that I think is probably where it really captured that sense of innocence and uh, a sense of charm. And I, as you're saying, Mads, and I think maybe yeah. kind of maybe did a far better job of giving you an insight for those of us who very thankfully don't have any sort of real kind of direct hands-on experiences of like, you know, of, of some of these really difficult situations. It gives us um, kind of a, bit, a bit of an insight into that. And, I, mm. I, you know, I'm, I'm very glad for that. That's something really, really good to come out of this game. I mean, I guess you could get some of that good out of the main game as well, but it's such a bleak outlook on on the whole thing that it it, it kind of just uh, well drowns in all of that all of that negativity, if you ask me at least. Yeah. Where in these side stories, it's the, the focus is on the positive and on understanding each other instead, right? Yeah, yeah, exactly yeah. that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah, they're lovely. They're lovely stories. They're just really nice tales with a really nice message. Yeah. Yeah. characters come across really well and it's yeah i mean f- for me it's the best the best thing he's done yeah yeah for me as well and it's not because i don't like horror games or horror stories because i do actually but but i guess i've learned mm. that i don't like horror stories where they use uh, mental illness as the weapon yeah 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 completely fair mm. so should we have another listener clip we've got yeah, a let's. clip from yes. mitsuyama so mitsuyama is going to speak right here Hi everyone, it's Stephen, aka Mitsuyama on Discord, and I'd like to share some comments on Doki Doki Literature Club. This was my first time playing DDLC, however, I had heard about the game and knew that there was more to it than being just a straight dating sim or visual novel. I was playing the Plus version on Xbox, so the ARG aspects of the game probably weren't as impactful as they could have been if I'd been playing on a PC and interacting with the game files via my OS. I found the DDLC story to be quite basic and, aside from accessing some unique scenes when targeting your poems to each of the characters, your actions in the story cannot change the outcome. I guess the main reason for this is that Monica, having become self-aware, is manipulating the game and the other characters in it to ensure that she gets the outcome that she wants. She's unhappy about not being a romance option in the game and wants to proclaim her love for the player, and so, in the end, the player's actions are futile. The moment when you discover that Sayori has hanged herself was a shocking moment, even though the game telegraphs that something bad has happened. Mental health issues can be a tough topic to cover in video games, and I'm not sure that the DDLC story does a particularly good job here. I thought that the topic was treated more sensitively in the side stories, however. I believe that getting professional advice is essential when covering these topics, but unfortunately, I don't think that was the case here. Someone on Discord group posted that they found the content warnings were a spoiler and shouldn't have been there. I strongly disagree with this. The content warnings were essential given the contents of the game and the effect it could have on people with similar issues. As you progress through the DDLC story, you are introduced to the ARG aspects of the game. 
I was initially excited about the possibilities of affecting the DDLC story by manipulating the files via the simulated desktop, but this didn't turn out to be as deep as I'd initially hoped. I was intrigued by the story that emerges via the emails and documents that you can access via the simulated desktop that explores the concept of living in a simulation and what happens if you make the people in the simulation aware that they are part of a simulation and give them the power to change the simulation. This was just enough to keep me replaying the DDL story, making liberal use of the skip text function to unlock more of these snippets. However, in the end, I thought that the payoff just wasn't there. I would have liked the game to explore this concept a little more, but I appreciate that this is a small game created by a small team, and they probably didn't have the resources available to spend more time on it. Overall, I enjoyed my time with the game, and I'm glad that I played it. While it's not got me interested in taking a look at other dating sims or visual novels, I would like to look at more games that have ARG elements or break the fourth wall. Thanks a lot for your clip. That was Mitsuyama talking about his experiences with Doki Doki Literature Club. And we are nearing the end, lads. We've already spent two hours, as usual, just a short one. <laughs> so uh, maybe we it's time to conclude. I think uh, we'll start with, uh, with Jim here. Jim, what are your thoughts on visual novels as such? Is this something you're going to continue playing? I mean, are you going to finish 50 <laughs> visual novels it. this year, for example? Um, visual novels, visual novels. So I I probably would play another visual novel. I, I wouldn't play this again, that's for sure. Um I can I can see there's there's an appeal there. I think for me where it where it I went in with my own thoughts of where it was going to go in terms of the horror and the um the branching paths and it and it didn't do that. And so and I didn't I didn't click with the characters straight away or at all really. Um so and I think that was more down to the subject matter um in in terms of like the literature and the poetry and then reading their poems and i yeah but i mean i I would i would give a a visual novel another go um just maybe not one that's based around literature and and poetry pick up (laughs) ace attorney yeah so yeah so that's a visual novel as well yeah they're great games not the first ace attorney but you know the one that came out on the the, on the ds uh I, i love that so you have played visual novels. It's more of an interactive. It's interactive, is isn't it? Novel, it is. Though? It is. <laughs> it feels it's more, more of an interactive. Game. Yeah. It really Professor is. Layton, is that? Would you consider that a visual novel? Nah, that's a puzzle. That's a. That's I'd a, actually consider Professor Layton a, a visual novel get. as well, but with puzzles. What? Yeah. yeah, lots and lots of talking in Professor Layton, and then puzzles. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, yeah, I, I really enjoy it. <laughs> it is, it is at the ends when you get all the the exposition dump. Yeah, <laughs> there's far too much cleavage in that one though. So, mm. <laughs> so Andy, what are your thoughts? Yeah, uh, have I told you that uh, dating sims and visual novels is is all you want to play for the rest of your life? Exclusively, absolutely, I am one hundred percent convinced. Um, <laughs> there, I don't know. There, there's, there's not. I think you can look at anything one of two ways. I don't think there's 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 a lot of good takeaways from this game. There's there's a lot of enjoyed. There's you know, uh, it subverted my expectations on a number of occasions, and I you know I commend it for that. Definitely, I always kind of um, 
uh, I came into this thinking I knew what I was going to get, thinking I knew what the hook was, and then obviously got something mm. completely different again on top of that. Um, I, I think it covers, uh, I, I, you know, you've got to commend any game that is brave enough to tackle some some difficult subjects. Yeah. And, you know, I, I think I would always give it credit for that as well. We've just been able to spend two hours talking about, amongst other things, you know, a lot of issues that are, that are important. Um, but I, I think probably as of from if you're looking at purely from a game perspective and what I would like, what I normally enjoy, there's probably just not enough interactivity for me. I don't yeah. think it's um, it's not to rule out visual novels, especially you know having just said what we said, where maybe you could have a slightly looser interpretation of what a visual novel is. Uh, funnily enough, Mads, I, one of the games that it was uh, it was been on my eBay watch list for the longest time. I actually looked at picking a visual novel myself for uh, for the season. I remember that. Um, uh, the House of Fata Morgana. Exactly. Wasn't it? Yeah, oh, yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. Um, but I, I think is that not like dozens of hours long? Um, yeah. yeah. Imagine that. Imagine just looking at a screen for oh, twenty four yeah, hours. Yeah, oh. yeah, yeah, yeah. So in the um, in 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 the words of John V as well, subsequently here, thank fuck that I didn't pick that because it's, uh, I, 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 there I, goes the explicit <laughs> mark on the podcast. Yeah. I think that might have been. Uh, I think that might have been a, a probably a bridge too far to to start off with, but. Um, mm. Yeah, I, I, I can, I can absolutely see the appeal of them, and it's, um, I guess, probably it can take you places that maybe some other games can't, and it's, uh, it, it's been a really, f- I, I, and I think probably the Discord would reflect that as well. I think it's probably been one of our most kind of interesting discussions that we've mm. had, and mm. um, yeah, just a really kind of, um, it just really kind of like it sort of felt quite sort of. Um, you know, as most of these episodes are, but with one especially, I think so. Yeah, it's sort of, it felt kind of like quite privileged to be part of this one. It's been a good one. I've enjoyed it. It's something yeah. different for yeah. me, something new. That's good. That's good. It's definitely been a quite divisive game on Discord. A lot of people have hated it, and some people have loved it. So yeah, as we've said before, the best ones are. That's yeah, always what yeah. makes for the best yeah. playthrough game in mm-hmm. Discord chat. Is when it's kind of. Yeah. It's uh, it's not something that's universally loved or hated. Mm. Yeah, good point. So, Chris, your thoughts? Yeah, I think it's probably the most spoilable game I think I've ever played. Mm. In that, it it doesn't take a lot to to spoil the the effect of the game. You know, I th- I think for me to have really got enjoyment and out of this game, I would have had to have come at it almost at the point of release, knowing absolutely nothing about it. Uh, I, I think even knowing that it it is, some people consider it in the horror genre, means that you're just waiting yeah. for the thing, whatever the thing is, you're waiting yeah, for the, the thing to happen. Yeah, I agree. Which means that, yeah, which means that the opening couple of hours are just interminably slow because you're just waiting for the thing to happen. But it's even oh. spoiled it at the, in the beginning because with the same text they they say all the characters are over eighteen. They also have a content warning about uh, Dis- distressing images. Yes, completely agree. Mental yeah. illness and and so on. So yeah, yeah, it is it is spoiled. And if if we could go into it knowing nothing, just thinking this is knowing a sweet nothing. little dating sim, it would have been yeah. a completely different experience. Yeah, completely agree. I mean, I still. And and you know playing it originally on the PC would have meant that the ARG stuff would have had more of an impact as well. Yep. 
I still think I would have struggled with the overall tone of the story, though. I think that the thing that I didn't like the most about it was the the sense of hopelessness mm. to the whole thing. Yes, um, it's very very dark. Um, you know, which, as you said right at the start, Mads. I mean, you know, the, the even slight hint of horniness to the whole thing is massively overshadowed by just how bleak the whole thing is. Mm. Uh, and and I think that's the bit that I struggle with the most. I don't want this to sound, you know, Dan Salvatore is probably not going to listen to this, but I don't want this to sound rude or or disrespectful in any way. But I feel like, I feel like he's written this game for a certain subset of the game playing public, and I think that subset would absolutely adore this game beyond belief. And I think there is this game has a huge fan base, a huge fan base, mm. and I can kind of understand why that is. Yeah. It's not my cup of tea. In, in 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 many ways, when I was playing it, I thought it was just kind of okay. Yeah. Um, yeah. I liked the side stories; they were my favorite part because of it, it, there was a sense of, yeah. I think Andy said there was a charm to them, and there was a hopefulness about these people kind of learning to accept each other's, you know, foibles and differences, and I like that. Um, this game has been way more interesting to talk about than to actually experience yeah. as a game, um, both both on Discord and here this evening. I've had the the bits I've enjoyed most is when I've been on the Discord chat or I've been talking about it with you guys. And I think I think it is it is brought out kind of not just gaming issues, but things that you know we we've been able to sit for a couple of hours talking about. We've been talking a lot about kind of what we like about games and what what games mean what stories mean but also about you know how we uh how we are affected by you know portrayals of of mental health and um stuff that we've you know we've either know about or some of us have been directly affected by so i think in that sense it was a really good choice of game and i'm glad you chose it even though i think probably you're thinking ah you know, I wish I'd chosen something different now, perhaps. But um, nah, I don't. I don't. I'm, I'm glad we played this. I, I thought it, it, it yeah. led to an interesting discussion. I don't love the game. I don't hate it either. But it's uh, it was an, an interesting experience. So I'm really glad I tried it. I do wish I could have gone into it, as you said, completely blind. It would have been uh, more impactful. I also do wish that it had been a. I mean, I would much rather have seen a game where Monica had actually killed these guys yeah. in some way instead of uh, making it uh, a double suicide that that was uh, <laughs> what happened but uh, becoming a vampire yeah. Yeah, or, yeah. yeah or becoming a vampire <laughs> something like that would have worked as well but, from doki doki to dog yeah. yes <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that would have been no awesome. we're talking but yeah. no I really liked it and, and I write, I like the medium I like uh, I like visual novels now definitely I have to Guess I played a few before, but nothing. Uh, it's not a genre I've really dived into. So I definitely like that. I, I'd even say I maybe I maybe I'd be okay with trying an actual dating simulator and seeing what it's like because uh, I, I do like that little gameplay hook as well. I would definitely want it to be as innocent as this because uh, it's a, I'm not really interested in it being any way pornographic or uh, more uh, towards uh, leading towards actually betting any of these girls because that would make me feel weird but <laughs> but uh, the, the whole romantic part of it it's it's it's, it's kind of nice it's fun uh, i'd like to try that at some point so i should try that at some point maybe i can uh, play one of those uh, 
with one of my uh, one of my daughters, so it needs to be a sober one. <laughs> yeah. What what do they call? Do they call like are they Atome or Otome games that are romantic games? I don't know. I've got no idea, mate. Have a look if you have a look at O T O M E visual novels. Okay. Like they're like romantic visual novels, which aren't. I don't think are horny in any way, no. but they are. So they, I, they I know are. for a fact Sounds my like kids have described. played a few, and they've been. Uh, quite uh, uh, innocent as well um, Daddy Daycare for example which is uh, kind of like a, a gay romance simulator but they, they like that yeah there's uh, Hatterful Boyfriend isn't there as well is one that people talk yeah, about yeah true that's the one is that what, the one with the pigeons or I think so yeah, okay. yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah but there are good examples of, uh, of, of fun uh, visual novels and dating sims so I'm, I'm sure I'd actually be up for trying some of that some of that as well. Just don't let Roushy lead you astray because he's he's led the heavy metal Don astray. Oh, oh yeah, poor Donny. Poor Donny. <laughs> yeah, he'll tell you. Look, here, here, here's some really game? innocent recommendations for you. Just try this yeah. one. There's no. Mm, those... mm. What is that game? Acting lessons they've been talking about. I, I mean, I haven't even dared yeah, to I Google it. To think. it. It's 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 a visual novel as well. It's definitely a porn game, but uh, <laughs> supposedly with a really foremost. good story as well. So yeah, sure. Yeah, just, just like you read Playboy for the articles, that that sort of idea. That, that's what I've always read for. So I don't know what you're talking about there. Yeah. So before we go to the shoutouts, let's listen to John V, who has some uh, finishing remarks about this beautiful game. So take it away, John. Hi there, it's uh, John John V from the Discord group, and I suppose I need to admit it, I've been playing Doki Doki Literature Club. No idea what this game was when I started, which is probably the best way to go into it. So it starts, and I've lots of reading to do, and not much else. And we soon move on to a dating simulator, which is probably a bit out of the comfort zone for a bunch of middle-aged gamers. But hey, it's just role-playing, and we're all quite happy to run around and kill people with a shotgun, so let's go into it. Okay, finally... Some interactivity. I get to write a poem. Well, I get to click at stuff and pretend to write a poem. And we go around the same loop again. And again. And about an hour later, what the actual fuck have you made me play, Mads? Um, it got weird, quick. Um, had to ask on Discord how many times I needed to play through the game to get the ending. Um, no expectations going to this game. And even now, I'm not quite sure what I've experienced. It wasn't challenging. I'm not even sure it was that much fun. The fourth wall breaking elements didn't do much for me. The story wasn't that interesting. The best narrative was actually in the side stories. Um, It's mainly a game that makes you think about some of the themes it brought up but also the vast variety of things that we have around now that call themselves games. It's certainly one to bring up next time someone assumes I play FIFA and Call of Duty just because I identify as a gamer. So that's all from me. Thank you. So that was John Wee. And uh, while we've had a small break here, Chris has been telling me off because he really wants to tell you guys about how he beat Demon Souls at some point. He's got this T-shirt that says, I beat Demon Souls, look at my big penis. But uh, here, let him let him tell it himself. You leave my penis out of it. Um, 
see the way Mads is trying to get out of playing Dark Souls by saying, we'll go to Shadows, we'll go to Shadows, and I'm going to Shadows, okay, bye. <laughs> Before we've even got a chance to talk about the fact Dark Souls is next. Mads, are you ready to become a true Capital gamer? G. No. <laughs> <laughs> it's time for Dark Souls, peeps. Mm. So when did we first mention Dark Souls? Probably, oh, was it like Waffle 5 or something? Yeah, it was about that, yeah. Almost about a year that. ago, we... We dropped the bombshell, didn't we, Jim? You you, you put everyone I into did, this yeah. situation. I, I mm. kind of do feel a little bit responsible for this, but I've kind of slopey shouldered. You're 100% I'm responsible just a for little this, bit. Jim. You are responsible. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Now, this is going to be brilliant, lads. It feels like there's a lot of excitement on the Discord for this. Yes. Um, you've got people like, you know, we just mentioned Heavy Metal Don there. He says it's his favourite game of all time. Um a lot of people, you know, leaving aside all the jokes about, you know, about getting good and all stuff like that. A lot of people who I trust and I know have taste that I would consider good in games say that this is... You've got to kind of almost forget about all of the chat that now goes around yeah. Dark Souls and think of it as just a standalone video game. And the people who I trust who I think have good taste in games all say that this is just a simply a wonderful video game. There haven't been that many Edge 10s over the years. This one got one. Retrospectively, only got a 9 out of 10 in print, but they went back and gave it a 10 out of 10. So we're going to tackle the behemoth Dark Souls. The plan is actually at the moment to do this over six episodes, right? Uh, and the reason that we're going to do it over six is that we're going to each section is going to be pretty short um but i think that would be fun because a it allows for hopefully we'll uh, negate maybe some of the frustration if we get stuck on bosses that you haven't got the pressure of oh my god i need to do this because i've got so much else i need to do to get to the staging point so the staging points are quite short aaron morpin thank you aaron has been helping me with this he's played uh he's played dark souls at least once um so between us, we've decided short sections with if you do, if you are, you know, if you do get good and you can beat the bosses, then you will have plenty of time to kind of frolic within the areas that 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 we're in. And there's plenty of exploration, apparently even more, way more so than Demon Souls um, to Dark Souls. So the f the first milestone is to ring the first bell of awakening. Now, I know. And Roushi has already pointed out on Discord that that can be done very quickly. I suspect that we probably won't because I think there are ways in which it can be done quickly yeah. if you know what you're doing. None of us know what we're doing. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what a bell of awakening is. Yeah, I don't know what a bell of awakening is either. Mm. But we'll know it. You'll know it when you ring it, Mads. And when you ring it, the controller goes yeah. down and we stop. Yeah. Um, oh, make sure you get to the I, make sure I, you get to the bonfire after you. Uh, I will say, there's already talk okay. of uh, um, altars of like flobberdob and and all sorts like that in there on the Discord. I, I'm I'm lost already. <laughs> yep, yep. Well, we've never played it, so yeah. we're going to be. But that is so. That is the first. Now the next milestones. We're not actually not going to. Re we'll reveal the next milestone on the first Dark Souls episode. Um, because there is a risk of spoilers okay. if we if we were to announce all of them now. So Aaron Morpin hasn't he's got the milestones in his mind, but he hasn't even told me what they are. 
Okay. Um, so all I know is that Milestone 1 is Ring the First Bell of Awakening. In the first episode, we will talk about initial impressions, obviously, our character builds, um, some of the very kind of storied history. I mean, I'd like to kind of have a little bit of a dive into just what what has made this the absolute phenomenon that it is. I mean, you can barely go... Game of Gator Dude Bros. Yeah, I think it's it goes deeper than that, mate. There is, you know, there is a, a pervasiveness about Dark Souls, both in chat. What is that? A mad camera? <laughs> a panther. That's a cat. That's a panther of it's a awakening. Panther, it's a cat. <laughs> yes. Yeah, it's a flubber-dubber. It's a flubber-dubber. <laughs> yeah, so there's a, perva- there's a pervasiveness to Dark Souls. And it's, I think it'd just be interesting just to think think about kind of, you know, how we've heard about it over the years. None of us have played it. Why haven't we played it? Um, you know, and kind of how it's impacted on maybe some of the games that we have enjoyed, uh, how some of those design sensibilities have come through. So, uh, And then the actual game section isn't all that long, although I believe the boss before the first Battle of Awakening can be a bit of a toughie. It isn't that long. Just listen to him again. <laughs> We were back to the whole uh, Ghost and Goblins is a five-minute game. So. Look, I have no idea. I've never played it as well, remember. So I'm only going off what I'm told. Yep, yep. Uh, I've never played it either. Uh, I've been given some thought to my build. Um, so I'm looking forward to getting started. It's installed. It's ready to go on the PS3. I'm, uh, I'm excited. And I think the Discord community is as well. Uh, that's going to be the place to be over the next few weeks, man. It's now a good time to say no. that I've cheated. I've I've already begun. I played like half an hour yesterday. No, you cheat. I I got to the but first boss it. and and got my ass handed to me, and then I I put down a controller and cried a bit. Yeah, but that that that's a battle you're meant to oh, lose. Okay. That first boss. Oh, that's good. <laughs> yeah, I think that's the optional boss. That's meant you can beat it, like in Demon Souls. Yeah. You can beat it. Okay. But the chances are on your first playthrough, the high chances are that you won't. Okay. The other bosses aren't optional, unfortunately. Mm. Okay. So it is I, I know next to nothing about this right now. I find it very, 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 very cumbersome and, and annoying to fight with the shoulder buttons, but uh, I'm sure I'll get used to that. I certainly did, and it, there's a lot of kind of third-person action games I've played since where you do. Yeah, yeah. Um, it yeah, seems to be I the think. Um, yeah, it, and it's weird though because it's so much easier to control with your your face buttons instead. Mm. I mean, it's so yeah, weird. Yeah, I mean, it be- it became second nature playing Demon Souls that it just became okay. Yeah, so I can't imagine it. I can't imagine playing Demon Souls any other way. Okay. Yeah, I, I was instantly looking for a way to remap the buttons because it it just felt so weird having to use the triggers mm. and bumpers to to do the actual attacks. But there's there's it, it's just yeah. there's no way you can mm. you can't remap it or anything. There's no options for that. I'm. I'm not sure. I. I wanted to to look into it. I haven't had okay. time yet. Yeah, but I was there thinking about that. It. Can be a discu- discussion point for episode one. Then can't it? Yeah. Remapping <laughs> the controls or to remap or not to Is remap. That sacrilege. Let's find out. <laughs> mm. Yeah, you've already got the whole world <laughs> yeah. coming down upon you, Mads, for even suggesting that there's a. Yes. <laughs> I'm good with that. Yeah, but there we go. It's gonna. It's gonna be fun. It starts immediately. The channel's open. So go and fill your boots with plenty of Dark Souls chat. We've got a whole raft of people who are ready and willing to give hints where it may be needed. Um, 
I think we may be the last four people in the world yeah. who've never played. Yeah. So, yeah, it feels that I, way. I think this is probably going to be the most <laughs> active discussion of any game we've ever had. That that's uh, my feeling. Well, I think we're coming off the most active discussion, aren't we? It feels in Doki Doki. So um, yeah, yeah. Let's see. Let's let's see. Hmm? I'm looking forward to it, guys. It's going to be. You know, if we, if I think if we if we go into it with the right attitude, Mr. Christensen. Um, I think we can have some fun with this. Yeah, I'm looking forward to it. It'll be good. Yeah. That's it. That's it. I'm done. So any Not, any shout outs? Didn't even then, mention guys? Demon Souls. <laughs> any shout outs? I'll just quickly shout out the uh, the Discord crew. I'm looking forward to it. Like you say, it's been really active this this month. I'm looking forward to uh, the next few weeks because I think it's going to be a really good. It's going to be a good fun place to to be. Yeah. I'm actually. I'm, I'm going to start tonight. I think. Just give me half an hour to get into it. Yeah, I've I've had a couple of beers down my neck, and I'm feeling pretty confident. So it's time to get on with it. <laughs> but it does yeah, that's it. Yeah, I'm gonna go yeah, finish yeah. it. Easy. See what all the fuss is about. Yeah, I'd just like to shout out. Uh, shout out and wish wish a happy new year to uh, Dean and Martin, um, all the Discord crew, and. Uh, Everyone who's going to come and play Dark Souls with us, come on, let's have it. Yeah, Andy. Yeah, similarly, a very happy new year to everybody, and as always, just a massive thanks to everybody who's part of our community, and whether that's somebody who's been there from the start, somewhere that's somewhere in the middle, or somebody who's literally just joined, you're all very much a part of it, and uh, something that we absolutely love doing these podcasts for and these recordings for, and it's. Um, you know, it very much, uh, very much stands uh, stands on its own two feet, even without us. Just the the community that's there, regardless. So, um, yeah, thank you. It's a big thanks to everybody who who is always so active with it. Very much appreciated. Yeah, most definitely. I'd like to shout out uh, Phoenix Sedati or Blake and uh, Monsterhide or Rich, who just uh, are just about to start a new podcast about retro films instead of retro movies. So oh, are they doing that? Are they? Yeah, oh, yeah, we had this conversation yeah, way are. way back yeah. at Arcade Club. Oh, quality. Yeah, they've been oh, talking nice. about that for years, haven't they? So, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. It's it's getting started. They just released their first waffle episode, which just talks about what the structure and uh, what 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 is going to happen in the podcast when they get it started when the first how many minutes of drawn out waffle uh, is it's, that it's, it's not drawn out at, like all, at all it was only like uh, 45 yeah, yeah. minutes they need to learn how to draw out their waffles to at least <laughs> two hours but they, it, they'll get pop- there in time they'll get is it there. called popcorn 1.0 oh <laughs> i don't think so <laughs> i forget what it's called what actually was- but the... What would Stephen say about more waffle? Eh? That's what I want. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. But if you do want to check those guys out, then uh, pop on over to the RA Discord and uh, look in the new channel that's called Movie Chat. Yeah, I Movie think. Chat. And that's uh, uh, actually uh, Blake or Phoenix at 80 is a moderator in there, and that, that's where they get to promote and talk about their podcast as well. Yeah, they're Jibble. on the, the YouTube as well. The YouTube. How old did I sound then? Um, <laughs> the YouTube. They're on the YouTubes. They're all the kids are are using. Is that available on the World Wide Web by any chance? Retro Movie Club. Do a search for that on YouTube and it should show up. Okay. 
Retro movie club. Well, it sounds really cool, doesn't yeah, it? Yeah. I, I had no idea. That's awesome. and, and you'll find their their first episode, which is just talking about what is going to happen on the show. So uh, I haven't had time to listen myself. I will do, of course. But uh, yeah, looking forward to it. Nice. Mm. Good. All right. Well, that's really good. Isn't some good news to end with? Nice. Most, yeah. Na- nice one. Yeah. So I'm all shouted out, and I'm done talking about Doki Doki Literature Club for quite a while, I think. So. Uh, Let's just all say goodbye to listeners and uh, goodbye, have listeners. fun. See you when we're crying about Dark Souls. <laughs> Come and have a go. Yeah, think in you're five right minutes' enough. time, basically. Okay, okay. <laughs> yep, yep. <laughs> Bye. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye.